we just want Reno to come home. That's all we want. That's all we want. Welcome to Rage, you nerds. Reno. Home run, Reno. No, no, no. Oh, 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 shit. That's a relevant. That is a relevant reference. This today, the exact day, is the 29th anniversary of Hook, 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 yeah. Hook, Hook. Looky, looky, I got a hooky. Oh, you got stabbed in the guts. What happened to you, boy? Roo, free. Oh! oh! I've been shot. Killed. <laughs> stabbed. What do you have? Yeah, he got stabbed. Oh, when he gets when he gets stabbed and you see Robin Williams reach out and like a gust of wind hits him. That's just like pain and sadness hitting him. No! He like gets pushed back. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a such a good. I loved Hook, man. I loved Hook. No, no. Yes. <laughs> no, no, you've got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they did an amazing job in that movie oh. of making Dustin Hoffman look like he was over five. Feet I know he, he looks he, he looks like a, an average human size in that. Oh man, such a shmee. Shmee's me. I'm shmee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was on. We had a with Directv. We had a, I guess it was like a bunch of free channels a couple weekends ago, and and that was on. And I. I I posted something on Facebook and it was on. I was like, because I was going to watch something on Netflix that night, but I was like, ah, let's see what's on the premium channels. And I was like, hook. And I was like, I don't really want to watch. Yeah, I kind of do. And yeah. I did. And it was, I felt better for it. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Everyone should watch Hook. If yes. you haven't seen Hook. So we've got MSM Wyatt in the chat on Twitch. So, hey, this is our first <laughs> night. This is our first night where we are on Twitch. Facebook and YouTube. So if you're watching us on any of those platforms, thank you so at much. The same time. At the same we're time. On YouTube. We're on YouTube. We're, we're on the YouTube now. We're, we're live on the nice. YouTube. Take that, oh Pat McAfee. We're taking over now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you highest rated podcaster on the fucking channel. We're coming Wait. for you. Pat McAfee's the highest rated podcaster Dude, Pat, on YouTube. Pat, I, so that's probably not true, but he is a big. I mean, out of sports, he's hand down the biggest on YouTube. Uh, so, but he's also now on Sirius Radio uh, for the Mad Dog Sports Channel, and yeah. he's basically getting positioned to where dude, he's untouchable on that channel, man. Because like usually the people that speak, especially where his time slot is, which is eleven a.m. our time to two p.m. You usually yeah. don't hear motherfucker a whole lot. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee don't care. <laughs> and I know Christopher you know, Mad Dog Russo, who has like these traditional things, like people would call into Christopher, like Mad Dog Show, it's the cha the channel's named after him, and yeah. he has his show later in the day, like that prime time spot, like the going into afternoon, like going into like rush hour after the close of work stuff, so everyone hears him. Like, there's been callers that call in like, damn it. Mad Dog, and he's like, hey, 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 let's not do that cursing. We don't need no cursing. Clean up your act. Clean up your act. And now he has a channel where where the second biggest star, and probably soon to be the biggest star of that channel once Mad Dog retires, is just MF or this, MF or that. Callers are calling in like, Pat, this is bullshit. <laughs> he's like, he's like, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I remember... So, uh, for all you uh, non-sports fans out there, I remember when he was the punter for the Indianapolis Colts. And, say, uh, isn't he in the WWE now? He's NXT. Too? He fought in yeah, War Games NXT, two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. 
Uh, MSM Wyatt knows who we're talking about because he says for the yeah, boys. That's right. And that's right. Pat McAfee's doing it for the boys and for the brand. Pat McAfee I for the brand. I, man, he is like it started off with a book and he was on Bob and Bob and Tom a lot. And I think he's probably still they probably still have him as a guest. But well, he used to be like, neighbors with with Bob or Tom. I forget when he was, but he was neighbors with one of them for the for the longest time. Or he bought a house from one of them. Yeah, no, like it's a weird connection they've yeah. got. It's a weird connection they've got too. It's uh, but yeah, I would like I remember the first time I heard him on Bob and Tom. It's like the punter for the Indian, former punter for the Indianapolis Colts, and I was like, oh, okay, let's see what this. I was like, this dude's pretty funny. <laughs> I kind of like him. So on a, on a channel where like it's been like this prudish. So I don't want to. I don't want to like. I hate when people say, well, it's prudish. It's like a conservative thing. What's the politics and sports always bugs me. Uh, so more, yeah. more just straight up prude, right? It's more of a, it's more of a conservative, not in the political sense, but in the conservative in the, you know, we're not going to curse. It's, it's during the day. That's not respectful. Yeah. Kind of a traditional yeah. thing. Uh, and then there's been some, there's been some shows on there that have had more of a, more of a free flowing slant. And you can tell that the audience just doesn't take to that. Pat McAfee is like a virus. And he has infected yeah. that channel and the people that listen to it. And man, it gets it gets pretty wild. I'm like, there'll be times we're all here, and I'm like, he, in my Christian radio, this is the words coming out. Pat McAfee is to radio as what Happy Gilmore was to golf. Well, so he's the sports Howard Stern right now. Is is probably the, yeah. the easiest way to describe him. Uh, MSM Wyatt says, okay, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to watch hentai. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, hentai tentacle porn is not very Christmassy. Not saying that you couldn't, in theory, find Christmas hentai. I urge you, for whatever sanctity is left in your soul, do not look for Christmas hentai. Because, like, you need to have, like, one speck of some kind of decency in you. And when you type in the words... Christmas hentai you've you've gotten rid of whatever speck of hope was left in your life I want to stop for just a second because I I, I think I heard you correctly and TJ backed me up on this and I, I've never heard of this being the good saint that I am did you just say tentacle porn so it doesn't have to be tentacle porn but there's a lot of tentacle porn so it's it's the Japanese anime porn industry is called hentai Okay, so like people aren't having sex with squid though and stuff. That's well, like, maybe the, not, well, not, not like form. yeah, not humans. God, I hope oh. not humans. But like an anime big-chested woman is probably getting some interdimensional loving from something. So that is why I say, do not. If you do anything tonight, do not type in Christmas hentai. Do not look for. Christmas hentai. And with that said, the three people watching, at least one of them now will go search Christmas hentai. And you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Merry Christmas. I mean, I, I still don't think I'm going to do it. But <laughs> okay, so out of, the, just, out of the three I people on this show, this thing. out of the three people on the show, one of us will also search for it. So... <laughs> Well, you know, I'll tell you what. I, 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 I'm like, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, I, let me see. Where's that thing at that I had a second ago? Oh, I've misplaced it. Anyway, it's a, an entire bottle of liquor. Uh, depending on how much of that I might have, I may forget that I said I don't want to do that. It's one thirty in the morning. I might go, what was that word? Hintay? Hintai? What is that again? 
Listen, TJ, I'm not saying that I'm going to look up Santa with tentacle porn. I'm just saying if it happens, it happens. Hey, oh. If I happen to come across it, you know, I, I might want I happen to come across any tentacle porn, you'll know where I got the idea from, you damn nerds. So it's Christmas, and we've ruined it, and we're sorry. It's also yep, the second yep. day of Hanukkah, so for, for all of you out there celebrating Hanukkah, night two, light it up, Cheers. have fun, shalom. But yeah, so like that second candle. So I so I at one point because you know we're in we're in the stretch of the the eight wonderful day, the eight crazy nights of lights. Um I thought, you know, hey, maybe we should branch this out to like holiday films. And then I started looking. There are no Hanukkah films. There's there's the Adam Sandler cartoon Eight Crazy Nights, which is which yeah. is good. I like that. I like that. Uh and then there is The Night Before which was, uh, who was that? Seth Rogen, um, uh, the guy that's going to be the Winter Soldier. Not the Winter Soldier. The guy that's going to be Falcon. The guy that is Falcon. I forget what his actual name is. Uh, and then uh, the pretty boy that dances and that I think was on Third Rock from the Sun. Um, uh, the guy who was uh, the dark... Uh, the, the guy in the guy with the long hair. So Third Rock from the Sun. The guy with the long, hair, the little young boy, the long hair. Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yes, Robin. Oh, Robin. An Robin. Anthony Mackie. Robin. Anthony Mackie. Yes, Anthony Mackie. So Anthony Mackie, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, and Seth Rogen. So that one, in a sense, in a, like a in like a kind of very loose across the board holiday sense, because Seth Rogen, as is Seth Rogen's tradition is Jewish in the film uh, and celebrating Hanukkah. And at least it's a feel-good story of two guys that celebrate Christmas, one that's that's on the rocks with Christmas and then one that's all about Christmas. And, and then they're, and then the, the friend that's celebrating Hanukkah because he's Jewish. At least it's like tied into like, we're not, you know, discriminating against everyone. We're all just getting shit-faced for the holidays. And it's like, all right, I can dig that, right? Having a tradition that just encompasses a bunch of days, like that's probably the best holiday tradition to ever have is just embrace it all why not like it's all a celebration it's all a celebration with a good cause why not but like there are no hanukkah movies so I'm that's sure hallmark has done a hanukkah movie somewhere we just yeah, don't care enough to go look for it true but hallmark does have other things on the docket for for their upcoming slate or no that's <laughs> lifetime that's lifetime that's lifetime sorry lifetime <laughs> so we've got we've got a crap ton uh, of information Let's to go through so we've got a we so right quick to to get things started we're gonna we're gonna hit you with one uh uh one of these one of these wait a minute wait for it lightning rage oh yeah. uh so so we'll, this will help us cover some things just right off the bat so um yes uh okay so before i begin i i want to know who which one of you feels more comfortable talking about Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever the fuck that game's called? Uh, I've heard of it. All right, perfect. Uh, TJ. TJ, TJ. So, TJ, your lightning rage uh, question is, uh, there is a unique glitch happening on the PS4 and Xbox One involving Cyberpunk 2077, and that unique glitch is this. Dicks are coming out of pants and tits are popping out of shirts. That's right. So there is a mechanic to create genitalia for your character, but there is a current glitch on the on the old generation models where some wieners are poking through the pants <laughs> and some booby balls are shooting through the shirts. TJ, 
Is this a glitch or is this one of the best hidden Easter eggs to ever unleash on an Xbox One PS4 game? Uh, I, I, I honestly, whenever you, the fact that you just just ask that is it a glitch whenever you're talking about it made me think this is not a glitch man because i don't see any reason why video game developers would need to render actual you know like male female genitalia or you know body parts other than you know what's what's shown so i do not think this is a glitch there's no way this can be a glitch this is probably some developer who was on his way out was just like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and do this let's just make some fun Let's see if anybody realizes. And the fact that it's on two system consoles, I mean, it doesn't sound That's like a it's a glitch. <laughs> you know, like if you were playing, like uh, if you were playing on an Xbox and something happened, you know, there's no way, you know, and then you play it again on like the PlayStation and it doesn't happen, then it's a glitch on the Xbox. But both consoles. But then again, when you think about it, though, WWE 2K20. <laughs> was nothing but a glitch no matter what console it was on true yes so but the fact that you know that's happening in this game there's no way it's a glitch yeah well if you if you're if you're ever wondering in the future what do wieners look like there's two options and both of them are popping through some pants Jared, you get this one. KFC and Lifetime have teamed up to create a Colonel Sanders steamy love story starring Mario Lopez. Jared, my question to you is, the fuck is this? And are you interested in the slightest to see what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how can you not? I really wanted this question, damn it. (laughs) How could you not see that and go, I have to watch this? (laughs) So, Jared, do you think this is more of a, of a, which is a bigger boot? So it's a marketing ploy, right? It's when, so like last, last year, last year I played a Steam game that was Colonel Sanders, but it was based like a Japanese high school love story. And and you're just playing it out, trying to win the affection of Colonel Sanders and his secret herbs and sauces. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so my question to you, Jared, is is it like is this more of a boon for KFC or is this more of a boon for Lifetime? Whose audience is getting increased from this? <laughs> well, you know, um I don't think that necess- I don't think KFC necessarily has as much of a dog in the fight, but I think it was kind of because, I mean, Lifetime's going to be Lifetime. They're going to do Lifetimey things and every once in a while they'll take a chance. And do something goofy, uh, you know. And when people do things goofy, they're always looking for a partner to kind of help pay for it. And I thought this was kind of like, you know, KFC. I mean, this ain't going to change people's opinion of either one for one or the other. So I don't think anybody necessarily, like any either one of those entities, necessarily benefits, but they don't. They don't hurt. It's kind of one of those deals where it's kind of like. Let's take the two most odd things we can have, team them up, make this movie that is probably, I'm sure, you know, based in some form of truth or whatnot, or it could be completely fictional. It's hard, or a lifetime. Who knows? Um, but I, you know, I don't, I don't see anybody watching this movie and going, "Well, gosh darn it!" You know, Harlan Sanders was a, he was a womanizer and a, he cheated on his wife. I'm never going to KFC again. Likewise, I don't see people going. 
well, I'm never watching Lifetime again because of that piece of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the people that watch Lifetime should be used to that kind of stuff by now. Yes, TJ, I know you're dying to interject here. It's, it's, it's like everything that you're saying is like, okay, I don't think it's a real movie. I think it is a marketing ploy for some kind of new product that KFC is going to come out with. Oh, my gosh. If if they work I, some I, kind I of if they work product placement into a sex scene, I'm gonna buy that thing. I, just, I mean, to I me, just, it's, it's 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 considered a mini movie, which I don't know what a mini movie is. It sounds like a 15 minute commercial or a 30 minute infomercial kind of thing. So, but it, okay. to me, just every bit of it just sounds like there's either going to be like some kind of like spicy new chicken something that they introduce into the to the market. All right. So I, I want to go through. I know we're lightning rage and this is Can lightning, we it, watch the trailer for it. <laughs> yeah, you got to find. It. So real quick and actually, Cac, if you want to look for that, <laughs> just, because I didn't know if Harlan Sanders actually really had an affair or whatnot. So I Googled Harlan Sanders affair. And the first thing that pops up is seven things you didn't know about the real Colonel Sanders. Now, I'm not going to read them all, but I'm going to read the headlines for the things. All right. So we're ready. Uh huh. And this is the first time, this is my first time reading this, so I don't know any of this. Well, I might have known some of it. For most of his life, he was a terrible businessman. Yeah. All right, turn down. Oh, he once shot, he once shot someone for his brand. For the brand! Oh, wait, Pat McAfee. No, no, no. I did know that. I did know that. Thank you, History Channel. I did know that. It was a shotgun. He peppered his ass, but then, you know, okay. He cheated on his wife a lot. That's number three. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Get it. Uh, I guess uh, we can call that confirmed. So what we got left? Four. He's not a military colonel. No shit. Who are you? Entrepreneur magazine. He's not really a military colonel. Did anyone think that Colonel Sanders was the I did, and you just ruined my fan fiction. All right, let's watch this trailer. I'm all in. <laughs> so it's, it's it, so yes, like TJ said, it's going to be a short film. Uh, they've done this before, but not directly tied to a, a restaurant. Uh, last year or the year before, uh, there was a Kristen Wiig, um, uh, uh, Wilf, not Will Fuller, uh, yeah, yeah, right? That's his name, right? No, uh, who, Will, who? Will, uh, Will, Will, Forte? no, oh my god, Farrell? he was, he was the star of Talladega Nights and Step Brothers, who am I thinking of? Farrell? Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Oh my gosh, I couldn't think of his last name to save my life. Anyways, Christian Wig and Will Farrell had an affair type, a fatal attraction type thing that they hyped up for a couple weeks, and then you get to it, and it's like this eight-minute kind of goofy thing that, that could have been on like Adult Swim. I imagine that's going to be the similar vein to what this is, but gosh sure. dang it if I'm not fascinated by it. This is the most publicity in my mind I've been giving Lifetime in a good long while, so kudos to them. Also, if there's any gravy involved in this short, I will go buy KFC because their gravy's amazing. I do like their gravy. Not on my mashed potatoes, though. I don't know what it is. I don't... I, I, just I, I, could, just, been a... I could just drink the gravy, honestly. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I'll... All day long. <laughs> TJ, Zac Efron has a remake of Three Men and a Baby coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Are you excited for Zac Efron and two of his friends raising a child? Okay, so it's it's on Disney, right? So it's not going to be that same shit that he's been doing on every single other movie? Nope. All right. Um, no dirty grandpas in this. We're all grown up. Is Vanessa Ann Hudgens the mother? 
I don't know. I don't, I just Zac Efron. Oh, yeah. TJ Zac Efron. <laughs> Of 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 the the first the original movie was enough. You don't need to remake it. Um, and you can't you can't you can't get that magic with the, like the original movie had. You know, it's just yeah. No, this this is this is gonna be garbage. It's gonna be yeah. It's 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 not worth it. No. Disney should take their mo- take their money and and put it into releasing other projects like you know all these Marvel series they've come out with but they haven't started shooting yet, you know. Yeah, sure. Or uh releasing, you know, the Black Widow movie, just saying. By the time that movie comes out, I'm not going to care about it. <laughs> Jared, the FBI issues a statement that 51 years later today uh, they have uncovered the cipher for the Zodiac Killer. Jared, is this a little too late to, <laughs> to solve the Zodiac Killing Spree? Well, okay. When when did that... 74? 75? When, when was... Zodiac? I don't know. It's been 51 years. It's been 51 years. So we're... we're, we're he's probably dead. Dead. Yeah. Um... I don't know if that brings the people, the victims, some kind of closure. It's like, hey, hey, we figured out who he was. He's been dead for eight years. He died of cancer in Portland or wherever it was. But, I mean, at least they never gave up. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, they've, they've cracked the <laughs> cipher, and it was literally just a taunt. Oh, that's, that's a bad feeling. That's a bad feeling. Uh, okay. Also, and we, could, we, could do, we could do a nerd thing on serial killers, too. We could do an entire yeah. episode on it. <clears throat> um, here's what I will say about the Zodiac Killer. Uh-huh. Next to Jack the Ripper, he's like the the mythology and not mythology, but his methodology and the way that he picked and did things, and they were never able to find him. And I use the term I use the word greatest very very lightly, being that you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not big on killing a bunch of people, but Christmas hentai. <laughs> You know, Zodiac has to be up there, one of the greatest, again, bad word, but greatest serial killers of all time. Because they never could figure this dude out. And, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, 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 it froze up on me. Oh, oh, shit. Huh? 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 Guy in the L here. I think I've got it. It's something oh, like that. This is this is just the life we live now. We got this spoiler is, alert. too. We do. We start talking about serial killers and things mess up. And the, and the um, stream but, has been murdered. <clears throat> hey, you know, seriously, and it's good to see. It's good to see the FBI doing something. There we go. There we go. You know, it's good to see them doing. There something. we go. It wasn't even the FBI that did it, man. No, it was. It was, like, it was uh, a. It was a. It was a person. It was a civilian. Yeah. Oh, but well, FBI released the statement that someone had cracked it. <clears throat> some citizen, some private citizen, figured all this crap out. Took it to the FBI, and they're like, "My God, <laughs> <laughs> dear Lord." TJ, Doom's director, I forget his name, something Villanueva, says the HBO Max deal has already killed his franchise. TJ, is it a little bit too soon to be killing your franchise? Oh my god, it's gonna be a franchise? He's a yep. bad bit depressed. Oh, jeez. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll just, uh... I guess uh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak directly to the who was it again? I forget his name. Uh, the director Villanueva. of Dune. Something Villanueva. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna speak to the director of Dune and his franchise. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. All right. 
This ain't gonna be the end of the damn franchise. It's not. All right. You know, it's it's, it's getting your damn movie out there, and by the time it comes out, who knows? Maybe the vaccine will be distributed to everybody, and and people are gonna actually go see it in theaters. So just 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 take a chill pill. Yeah, it'll it'll you probably know, be a and, summer release, right? You would feel like if things keep going the way they're going, that there's probably more optimism for summer 2021, right? Yeah, or even even like uh, you know, holidays next year, you know, holiday season 2021. You know, those are two big you know times to release movies. You know, I mean, shit. You know, just chill out and fuck off. I mean. <laughs> Fair. That's fair. Well, that was Lightning Rage. Uh, let me get Lightning Rage. Moment of Rage. Um, yeah, I like that one. We need to start using that again, honestly. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. let's get our let's get our Grinchy on. Let's get a little Grinchy. Getting get Grinchy. Grinchy on here. Get so Grinchy on. So before we do underrated Christmas movies, I want to be a Scrooge McDuck. And let's talk about the movie that we think is the most, or just a generalized, overrated Christmas film. Who would like to start this adventure? TJ? I would like to start. Oh, okay, wait. Okay, you can begin. <laughs> I can begin? You can begin. Go, TJ. What, what, okay. what is your So, what is your my overrated? overrated Christmas movie is going to be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Mm-hmm. And... The reason I've chose this is because it is probably one of the only other Christmas movies I know aside from Home Alone. <laughs> um, but, I mean, to me, the movie is a complete rehash of the original. You just change the location, change, location. change the setting. You know, it's it's just a complete note of rehash. You know, did we need Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? No. No, you know, we pretty much said everything we needed to say with Home Alone. Um, you know. Oh, parents take a trip. You know, how much money does Kevin's dad spend? Think about that. <laughs> you are this just, guy's in the you mob. You are just down that work? rabbit yeah, hole, exactly. Kevin. All right. <laughs> okay, this guy's got to be in the mob, you know, or something. I mean, big ass house, but then he takes like the entire family, like 15 plus people, to Paris one year and then that decides, you know, hey, let's go ahead and take them all down to Florida the next year, you know, because we can't leave the country this time in case Kevin gets lost. Um,. <laughs> You know, oh, and this time, you know, Kevin, oh, he just got on the wrong plane. Yeah, but he goes to New York. And what's, you know, what they say about in, in that movie, you know, like his uncle? What's his uncle do? It's a big-ass house that his uncle had. So, anyway, it's overrated. You know, you pretty much have the same damn plot points. You have Marvin Harry, you know, trying to get back at the kid. You know, well, they're no longer the wet bandits. They're the sticky bandits. Um, you have the, that old person that scares him at first, but he finds out it's just a really nice person. Here's uh, who? Does she not look like Pierce Morgan? <laughs> I was about to say Pierce Morgan's not in this. No, I think, Don, I, think I think I think Donald Trump's in it. But. He, he is. He, do, he does make a cameo. Um, but no, uh, Pierce Morgan. So I put something. I saw something on Facebook the other day. It was well, Brent, our friend Brent, <clears throat> who shared it. Uh, but it, it's got Pierce <laughs> picture Pierce Morgan and the pigeon lady back to back, and it's like, are you trying to tell me? that Pierce Morgan wasn't secretly in Home Alone 2. And I'd never even thought about it, but I looked at it, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that woman is Pierce Morgan. 
So that's going to be my overrated. You know, it's it's you take the same damn Christmas movie, <laughs> do you, it again, you rehash it in a different location, but it's the same movie either way you look at it. Okay, well, TJ overrated. TJ says Home Alone Two is a shit movie, and and if you enjoy it, you're a bad person, and screw your holiday feelings. Yeah, you're exactly. a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Oh, boo! TJ's a Grinch. How do you how do you ruin such a classic, a, a sequel, a sequel of a classic, no less? Jared, and you know what's funny? <laughs> I couldn't think of any other Christmas movies, but that's the first one that popped in my head. Oh, I've got one. Oh, I've got one. Well, Jared, go ahead. And I'm about to break the internet of the nine people that may watch the show. Ooh, I'm excited. <clears throat> Most overrated Christmas movie. And I know I'm in the minority on this. Elf. Oh, wow. Elf, Elf is good. For the love. <laughs> I have never watched. And I've seen a lot of Will Ferrell movies. I have never watched a movie. And I understand why people like it. Because it's, it is happy in Christmas cheer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that movie annoys the freaking fire out of me like and there are movies that get on my nerves there are certain movies that get on my nerves we're like i can't watch this because i'm actually getting freaking mad at this movie elf is at the top of that list for me i don't know what it is i have no explanation for it and i get why people love it but in my opinion it's overrated and it it, 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 I, i think it's putting will ferrell in that role i think if you stuck anyone else in that role the to me and i like will uh, the movie to me would be like, okay, that's a pretty good movie. But when you put Will Ferrell on there, it's like, it's just, I don't know. The entire movie pisses me off. <laughs> All right. From start to finish, the best part of the movie, Peter Dinklage is in it. Peter Dinklage. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, Jared, my brother, says that he has no Christmas spirit, has has destroyed a time-honored tradition of, of households everywhere because he is a... You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Boo! Jared, how dare you take such a lighthearted and fun romp through Christmas stories... And and do this to it. How how dare you, you Grinch? Well, I did it. Damn it! <laughs> uh, come on, come on, come on, baby! Oh, no, leave it right there. I like even, there. Even, I like the even the computer just is like you know. Hey, even the no, computer no. was like, dude, that's cold. Dude, he's, that's he's cold. a Grinch. How could he do this to to poor Elf? That that movie. Jared's sitting on a throne of lies, according to Elf. All right, I think I think that should eventually catch up with itself and and move. We'll see. Nope. We'll <laughs> nope. Hey, you know what? Like I said, leave it there. You're just the Grinch. <laughs> You're just the Grinch now is what you are. All right. So I've always been fond of his smile. So it's 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 my turn. Oh, there it goes. It's my turn, and with my turn, I you know, I, I don't feel like this is controversial. I feel like this should be said and probably has been said, but if it hasn't been said enough to where you've heard it, let me be the first one to tell you. A Christmas story is not a good movie. It is like two and a half hours of just bullshittery. Listen, if I wanted to spend 
any part of my holiday watching a long-as-balls movie with an abusive father that has no fucking redemption at all in it. Oh, oh, he has a leg lamp that he likes? Okay, I'm pretty sure he's hitting his wife and his children are eating steamed cabbage. Like, there is no redeeming qualities. The best part about this movie, besides it ending and the credits rolling, is that little kid says, Mother Fun, but he does not say fun. Fudge. Mother Fudge, yeah, Mother Fudger. That part, legitimately funny. Him getting pushed down by a slide, down a slide by a creepy mall Santa, not funny. Kind of terrifying. A little bit traumatizing if you were a small child watching that thing. That guy probably has kicked a lot of kids in his lifetime and or done worse. And like, I'm legitimately concerned for the, and like, it's, it's like the, what, 60s? So no one cares what their children, 50s? Like, no one cares what their children are doing, right? They're just steaming up cabbage, uh, loving leg lamps. It's just, there's, there is no, like, I don't know what the true moral of the story is other than you will shoot your eye out, which again, there is no redemption in that story. Like he's been warned and he still's like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Merry Christmas. He could have lost his eye. <laughs> All right. That's great. A Christmas story is a garbage film. It, uh, people like it for Lord knows what reason. I, I think if Rooster was here, Rooster would say the only reason people like that is because the entertainment industry has told you that you should like it because it's a Christmas story and TNT airs it at least five times within tw within 24 hours of actual Christmas Day. So I mean, like, no, it's not good. Elf is better by far, hands down. But you know what? I get it. Because I said it, because it exists, because people do like it. I'm a son of a gun that's ruining Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, Mr. Cack ruining a Christmas story. Something that families have enjoyed for decades at this point. How could I take such a tradition and crap on it? Easily. So, <laughs> easily. By the way, and by the way, while I will vehemently disagree with you, uh, I do, to your point, to your point about the moral standards, I do remember a scene in the movie where it's like, the kid won't eat his mashed potatoes. So mother has a great idea. This is one of the only scenes that pissed me off uh, as a parent. Uh, she's like, Ralphie, what does a piggy do? And so Ralphie just starts sticking his, sticking his face in this, you know, this plate, eating his mashed potatoes like a piggy comes up. He's got mashed potatoes all over his face. And mom's like, hee, 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 I would beat that kid's ass. Well, I mean, that's what that's what essentially is alluded to when the father that's finally gets in there. He's and like, that's what dad and he's came like, home and did. And he's like, fun? He the furnace. Fun is being had in my house without <laughs> steamed cabbage? Oh, where's the leg lamp? I need it. <laughs> like, I just not a good movie. <laughs> now, hey, now, real quick, though, too. You have to admit. You have to admit. It, it gave that's us, one it nice gave us, leg lamp <laughs> it, well it gave us one of the greatest one-liners in all of movies and if you if you've never seen it you don't know but now anytime for glue and there's no glue you can turn and look at the other person and go you used up all the glue on purpose <laughs> and i have done that so instead of being curmudgeons, instead of being Grinches, let's let's bring some Yuletide spirit. Let's raise up some films that are underappreciated during these holiday seasons. Yes. Yes. 
So, you go first this time. Yeah, okay? I can start first. You've already put a thing up there. Yeah, I put a picture. Uh, I do feel like Jingle All the Way is pretty underrated. I feel like Jingle All the Way is fun because you have Arnold and he tries to, he gets frustrated. Listen, <clears throat> any film that uses the plot device of an Austrian man that can barely speak English getting frustrated <laughs> is hands down following the correct method for making me chuckle. Um, but also, <laughs> like, there's just. The, the Ultraman doll! The Ultraman doll! Like, I wanted an Ultraman doll. I think there are people in my age bracket, so I guess our age bracket, that probably literally think at one point an Ultraman doll was something that they actually wanted when this was not a real thing. Uh, so if you ever had dreams of wanting an Ultraman doll, that thing didn't exist. You're an asshole. It was a movie. But, listen, I think, I think Arnold's take at a holiday movie is a bit underrated. I think it's got some fun points. It's not cinema masterpiece, but it is Christmas popcorn. Yeah, no, I, I like Jingle all the way. Um, TJ, you want to go next or you want me to go next? Are we picking underrated movies? Underrated movies, yes. Yeah. Okay. You go ahead and go next. TJ, so TJ got to think of, about it. <laughs> <laughs> one of uh, the ones that I thought was underrated was um, – and have for a while, and I think this is this. It may be an age thing, but Scrooge. I always thought that Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge got, was Scrooge was gonna be one I used too, man. Such I, a good I always one. thought that it never kind of got. You know, it was kind of like okay, it's Bill Murray, it's Christmas, it's a Christmas movie, it's a take on the Christmas Carol. Um, but to me, that's one of the better ones because it still has that Christmas Carol thing where you he still learns his lesson in the end. It's still got a good Christmas feel to it. Um. Everything works out. Andy McDowell's in it, and she's – oh, wait, not Andy McDowell. Who was that? That was the lady in Indiana Jones, right? Yeah? Yeah? I, I don't know names, yeah. but it is the lady from Indiana Jones. All right, her. <clears throat> Indy, Indy's wife um, in part four, Mr. which Indy, we will Mr. discuss. Mr. Indy, Mr. Indy, <laughs> But, yeah, so – like, There's uh, a fourth and, and, Indiana Jones? <laughs> no. No, there's not. Um, uh, and of course, you know, what, what better way to kick off the holiday spirit than Bobcat Goldway with a shotgun? (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas! Hello, rabbit! (laughs) Hello, rabbit! (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's, that's my pick. I don't, I don't think our generation truly appreciate, or the newest generation truly appreciates Scrooged. Oh, that's such a, that's a golden pick. That's, that's, I'm going to go watch that. That's the pick. That is such a good one. TJ, do you have an underrated Christmas film you would like to throw out there? Die Hard. (laughs) Die Hard. I did not even prepare for underrated Christmas film topics. Do you have another overrated? overrated? Do you have another overrated? Um, I you know we can either do overrated, underrated. Uh, the only thing I can think of right off the top of my head is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. You feel like that's that's underrated? So I or so overrated. that's that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like the fluidity. Yeah, really. <laughs> I like the fluidity because I I don't know like that like I'm honestly asking because honestly it's not one of my favorites. I have seen it and I saw it once and I was like you know what it's all I need to see of it. I know there's sequels. Martin Short. <laughs> I've seen enough. I've got the gist of it. Tim Allen suddenly gets fat. I feel that I'm living that life, but in a much slower pace. <laughs> Um, so I, I, I am legitimately asking TJ, do you think it's personally underrated or overrated? Cause I, I don't know where to gauge it in, in everything. <laughs> I, I'm, honestly. I'm looking, I'm looking up Christmas movies right now. I would, just to see. I would, uh, 
I, so while you're so, while you're looking, I would say I would legitimately prefer that one over uh, either Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. So so I would I have like to say privilege. underrated as far as Christmas movies go. All right, all right. Um, okay. Why do you think that? You know, because I felt because like I had was, to make I a choice. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> I always I, mean, I always felt I mean, like that was one of the more popular the ones. Well, I mean, it, is it though? Because like I have never seen it, and they made so many shitty sequels to it. True. So now, I mean, okay, that's fair. fair. You know, and you know, <laughs> you can fair. you can easily say it was overrated just by the fact that they made so many shitty sequels to it. But also, it was a Christmas movie with Tim Allen, and he needed a job. Uh, ho ho ho! So. But I mean, as far as it goes, like I, I mean, I never see it on TV around Christmas time. Um, you know, and I mean, it was. I think I actually did see it in theaters uh, whenever it first came out, and it was a class field trip. And the Sheesh. and the tape. What year was that? Ninety ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So, for those of you who don't know, me and TJ are old. Yeah, a little bit. So old. <laughs> Did Wyatt? Uh, by the way, Wyatt. Wyatt totally checked out. Oh, he's watching. He's still watching hentai, man. He is. He's getting it. He's looking he's for in, the Christmas. Hentai. He's looking do for the Christmas. Comments on, do we have any comments on the YouTube stream or the Facebook stream? No, they should pop up on here. Uh, that's the the oh, wonder of the multi-stream okay. chat. Well, it should I'd, all. So I've never tried it with YouTube, so I'm not oh, sure. But in theory, it should. No, it's fine. Well, okay. Tomatoes has Batman Returns listed as a, as a Christmas movie, which we They're talked about wrong. last last Friday. I mean, we talked about that. Huh? There, there was just the only other thing. Snow. I mean, Trading Places a Christmas movie. We talked oh. about this last week, TJ. I know, but I'm saying those like this is booze, like Rotten homie. Tomatoes, and it's kind of like all right. Well, that's, I mean, that's where like the argument comes from, right? That's where that's where I pulled these. Also, by the way, a uh, little sidebar here: Wendy Williams, the Wendy Williams show, has claimed ownership of our video for whatever reason on Facebook. So, all Wait, of what? you tuning in that are Wendy Williams show fans, Christmas Who? hentai. Christmas hentai. Look it up. Ooh. Wendy would Wendy would want you to look it up. You need to Who look it up. Wendy Williams. Yeah. Uh someone that has a that has a daytime talk show. Why the hell really? is she claiming? So ownership? she so she must be tied into something involving lifetime. that lifetime that lifetime film. Oh. So we've oh. we've been we've been partially claimed because <laughs> well, we aired that trailer. Here here comes here comes the impending lawsuit, fellas. <laughs> Wendy Williams. Well, listen, Wendy Williams show. We're, so let's we're proud supporters. We're proud supporters of Wendy Williams. Christmas hentai for all it. of Wendy Williams. <laughs> I remember, let's I remember one time Wendy me and Wendy Christmas went fishing. Christmas. She's a great person. Let's, we're we're doing this. We're doing this episode for Wendy Williams, our our true owner of the program. <laughs> This hey 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 this, this episode is brought to you by the Wendy Williams show. Tell your mom because that might be the only person that understands the reference we just made. Uh, so Wendy Williams brings you uh, Christmas hentai and Rage You Nerds podcast for Friday, December eleventh. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Gosh, I hope this shows up on a like like when you watch a Wendy Williams show clip on Facebook. I hope we pop up next as uh, so you might be interested in. <laughs> and someone's gonna be like, I don't know how this is connected to Wendy Williams, and they start watching. And they're like, 
ah, Christmas hentai. Now it makes sense. Now we're clear. Let's do this. <laughs> so, Wendy Williams, congratulations on stealing zero profit because, as far as the government's concerned, we're a non profit organization. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this could be some sort of James Bond movie at some point. <laughs> Three guys just hanging out, shooting a podcast, mention something, things go awry, government comes after them. Wendy. Fun ensues. Wendy Anyways, Williams. I pulled up a picture of Wendy Williams, and she looks like a girl. Yep. Um. Uh. Let's see what else here. <laughs> that's like that's like the Mad TV uh, Miss Swan. She looking like a man. Like a man. Um, she is from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Hey, Go Jersey. Shout out. Um, uh, what else? That's uh, that looks like about it. Well, we're doing this for She's Wendy got Williams. Side. Um, and also trending, Drew Carey. So I don't know if that's nice. Uh, nice. Well, we're doing this for Wendy Williams, man. The rest of this show, all of, all about Wendy Williams. This Wendy Williams show. So this is this is so our next our next segment. True Blood's coming is getting rebooted, but for Wendy Williams' show's sake, what other TV shows would you reboot? I wouldn't personally reboot the Wendy Williams show. I think right now, sticking with Wendy Williams is by far the head and shoulders top choice that you need to do if you are a studio that employs Wendy Williams on her show, or she's self-employed. I, I don't know how it works, but don't reboot her show. I mean, if we're if we're if we're you know if we're gonna fantasy cast this True yeah. Blood reboot, you know, you definitely got to have Wendy Williams playing Bill, Which, um, Vampire Bill. Yes, Vampire Bill. She could, she could be Lafayette. Bail. She could Bail. be Lafayette. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So okay. so not even True Blood. If you were to, so, uh, this is what I'm gonna say about True Blood. Did both have you both too of you, early to whoa, reboot? Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, what happened? Both of you died suddenly. Are you Did Wendy ah! Williams kick us off? Wendy Williams is coming for us. <laughs> Wendy Williams. Wendy, we love you, Wendy. <laughs> no, Wendy, no. This is the Rage You Nerds podcast brought to no. you by the Wendy Williams show because she claimed us on Facebook. Um <laughs> it just sounds so dumb when you say it that way. <laughs> we are property. We are we are an IP of the Wendy Williams show. We are It's like OCP. Spin-off. OCP owns the cops. We're we're a spin-off <laughs> of the Wendy Williams show. Tonight on the Wendy Williams show Rage You Nerds. <laughs> Uh, so, so if, you hey, whatever gets, us, whatever gets a spot on cable, that's all I'm saying. Whatever gets yeah. a spot on cable, I'm cool with. Listen, all I'm saying is no, no offense to Wendy Williams, our true overlord, who's claimed us on Facebook. But <laughs> if, if um, I don't know, if Wayne Brady, who also does daytime stuff, if he could claim us, I'd be yeah. down. I'd be down. Is I, he in a is he in a lifetime movie? No, but he could be. He's very attractive. Let's, let's I watched. I could be Wayne. Wayne Brady on you it. could be. I, I watched Psych, and Wayne Brady's in an episode where they make fun of uh, the Bachelorette. So Wayne Brady's got the chops to to host because he, he was hosting that fake show. He, he played play. a yeah. Jafar yeah. in Star Stargate SG One. So. There you go. Did he, he did. There you go. So yeah. So not. It doesn't have to be uh, True Blood, but I will say for those of you that have seen True Blood, it's going to be really weird. With Eric Northman's character being played by anyone other than um, Alexander yep. Skarsgård, like I can't see, and like he still like he still looks like so he's got that timeless 
Norwegian, Swedish, whatever blood rowing, like flowing through him, the Viking blood actually flowing through him, where he still looks probably the same age, if not better now, and he's bigger, like muscle-wise. So I would like to see him come back, but he's not going to come back. They're going to completely reboot this. They're going to make it more like the books, probably. So, so it's based on, on it's based on books. Too soon though. Yes. I mean, when did True Blood go off the air? When did it have its series finale? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So that's six years ago. And the six years after the the show goes off the air, they're like, "Hey, you know what? We could have done it better." You know, couldn't they have done it better when they first did it? <laughs> So, I thought that maybe this was a push by the person that wrote the original series, the Southern Vampire Chronicles or whatever it was called. I thought maybe this was like a push from her to where she wanted her material better suited. Because, again, they started off following the concept of the stories and then they completely went their own narrative as the seasons went on, which happens. Um, kind of like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? As long as they elaborate the a little bit more on the Were Panthers, uh, you the know, we gotta have more storyline with the Were Panthers. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I feel like there's a lot that could be said about Panthers of Were. But I, so I just like, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know what you. I don't know. I feel like that's a weird one to reboot because of proximity of when it ended. Um, but is there anything else? Is there any? Oh, gosh, TJ, you're just you're just all over the all over the seismic skills. Thinking place. It's not me. It's Wendy Williams. Wendy, leave leave TJ alone. TJ done nothing to you, Wendy. Blame me, Wendy. Blame me. It was me, uh, Wendy. Um, I you know I I thought about this one for a long time, and I can't. Um, I don't know. I could not think of anything where I'd like like series. Like I've got a lot of movies in mind. But series, I couldn't think of anything where I'd want to see rebooted and done. Um, I got one. Done, well, the only one I could think of was like a being the sci-fi nerd that I am, like maybe a Stargate. Uh, you could do any Stargate, reboot it some way, whether it be SG-1, or you could reboot the entire series based off the 1994 movie. Um, and make a series out of it and kind of start over. That's the only one really that just jumped up to me. Um, I did think, looking back, watching 20 years later, Highlander the series probably could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing a remake of that uh, and have Adrian Brody in it again. It, it, all 65 years of him. Um, but no, those those were the only two that really stuck. And I think a lot Brody? of his... What's his name? Not Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody's the guy with the long nose. Sorry, <laughs> it's got a long. Yeah, nose. and he's a bit. He's a bit younger. Adrian, what's his name? <laughs> Listen, it's been a bad night for names. Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul. Okay, I was gonna say oh, if you yeah. need me to vamp, Adrian I will Brody. say there is one name that we haven't forgotten. It's Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams claimed us on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by the Wendy Williams Show. I just want to say, really, <laughs> and you, Matt. Adrian Brody is Highlander. <laughs> Could you oh, imagine Wendy Williams? Can you imagine Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams as the Highlander? <laughs> Wendy Williams casts the Highlander. It's a good call. So Wendy, get thinking, on your agent's number. I was uh, I was thinking 
I was thinking though, <laughs> like the, the sci-fi series I would want to reboot would definitely be like a Stargate SG One kind yeah. of thing. Maybe not even go with SG One, but I mean, think of this. You know, you have the original 1994, was it movie? Um, and you can reboot the series based on that movie. Bring back, um, crap, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Daniel Jackson. What's his name? Michael Shanks. No, not Michael Shanks. Oh, gosh. James Spader. James Spader. Bring back James Spader. I mean, just not, you know, cameo roles kind of thing. Don't give him, like, a full-time thing. He's got his own full-time shows that he's doing. But, you know, bring back that character. Yeah, I think so. He has something where he's, like, a criminal mastermind. Blacklist, I think. Oh he yes, yes, yes. He is in Blacklist. Yes, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about Blacklist. But you know, you can you can bring him back, and you know, for cameo roles to show that it ties in directly with the movie. And you can even bring back um, who played Jack O'Neill. I got the movie <laughs> got, like. Listen, we're 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 me. crushing it with names tonight. <laughs> I couldn't even think of Will Ferrell, honestly. <laughs> oh, no, from the original movie, Jared. Not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That's it. Um, you know, bring back specify. Kurt Russell. You know, he was in the Santa Claus movie this year, by the way. Yeah, it was a sequel, Batman. so that was from two years ago, The Christmas Chronicles. It is good. My yes. my father in law loves it. My father in law is also Santa. All right, TJ, continue. <laughs> I've been Santa a time or two. Uh, I have my own Santa have suit. I mean, I'm not trying to sound creepy with that. I mean, just, I've been Santa you know, a time when or two. I was working at Walmart. Yeah, well, I've been Santa a time or two. <laughs> Brought to you <laughs> by Wendy Williams Show. TJ's been <laughs> Santa a couple of times. <laughs> uh, I had to dress up as Santa for work when I worked at Walmart for Shop with a Cop. And by the way, I'm going to say this on the Wendy Williams Show slash Rage You Nerds that. Um, the funniest things I've ever heard from kids was when I was dressed up as Santa and had to do the shop with a cop. Uh, and it was absolutely hilarious. I walked down talking to a bunch of kids and they're like, you're not the real Santa. You're not wearing boots. You're wearing shoes. And I have to come up with an excuse, be like, well, you know, uh, I don't really need to wear boots. It's not really boot weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can see your black beard under your white beard. Just for men, well, kids. <laughs> well, your hair g- turns grayer the longer it gets. <laughs> You're not the real Santa, whatever. And then it's like, okay, okay, kids. And then, of course, my favorite. One of those cops arrested my daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> And I just turned around and walked off. Yeah. No, there's not much I more made to say some about kid that. vomit, too. I made some kid vomit. Kid was so nervous to be meeting Santa Claus, she threw up. And I just was like, all right, we can take a picture, but you're sitting on that end of the bench. Oh, boy, that hit me in the funny bone. Wendy Williams is here to let you know that we, we support all Santa Claus is not getting vomited on. <laughs> so thank you Wendy yeah, Williams. Williams. So again, just to re- just to remind everyone, Wendy Williams show has claimed our episode on Facebook. So tonight's episode brought to you by the Wendy Williams show. If you ha- don't know what that is, look up Christmas Hentai and you will know what the Wendy Williams show is. <laughs> 
brought to you oh, brought to you by a hundred ladybugs a hundred live ladybugs on amazon amazon look it up there uh there's a bag of a hundred ladybugs you can only get that through amazon and that can only be brought to you by the wendy williams show which has claimed rage you nerds episode tonight so there you go everyone's caught up <laughs> that's great so what's next on the? Uh, i haven't got to reboot Oh yes, by all means. <laughs> so if I if I was rebooting something out of spite, it would be Gotham, and it would to make it Batman Year One. If I was to reboot out of sheer just wanting the story to continue, I would want them to reboot Fringe, and I would like to see them actually go the long distance with that story and not be forced to quickly wrap it up in season five. Granted, I would really hate to see Fringe without all the original cast. So if I was fantasy casting that, it would be the original cast. I know. The, the the mad scientist father is up there in age, but he's still acting. I've seen him and stuff recently, so let's roll him back out there. Let's do it. Uh, it's got Pacey from Dawson's Creek in, an, in a role that I do enjoy him in, so let's get him all back out there. Let's restart it. Let's do it again. And if I was going to take something from a good, well, not good, but like a distance time ago back and, and reboot that, I had the thought, and I've completely lost it in my mind now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, what was it? What happens on this show? Oh my God, what was it? Uh, I'm not gonna remember it, so let's just go on. Uh, Fringe, like we all do. 45 minutes later, blurted out. This is what we talked about 25 minutes ago. But ha ha ha! Great Scott, it was Christmas hentai, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Easter hentai. (laughs) You know what should get rebooted? You know what should get rebooted that hasn't been rebooted, and I'm kind of surprised. Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Like, that one's, like, one that's pretty harmless to reboot, right? Because it's not like the Crypt Keeper is an actual person. And no offense, Crypt Keeper, if you are an actual actual person, you ugly. The Wendy Williams show does not support you. you need some skin, dog. (laughs) And you need to stop chopping off your hand, brother. Because in one episode, he does take the cleaver, too. he's, He's done it several times. He's died in every episode, almost. So, like, the guy that does the voice of the Crib Keeper, I mean, I think he's still alive. Phil Kasser? Probably. Yeah. You know, he can still do I know it, his know? name? Is that right? Phil Kasser? I don't know. John Kassir? Wendy Williams? <laughs> Wendy Williams could play the Crib Keeper. Wendy Williams could be the Crib Keeper. Not that we're saying that you look like a Crib Keeper, Wendy Williams. We are saying that if anyone could pull off hosting a Crip style show, it is you, Wendy, uh, and, and, you know, all power to you, John you Kessler. know. Everything, to, everything to Wendy. I really wish I could remember because it, it was something I went, I went back a couple decades. It wasn't Fringe. It wasn't Gotham. It, it, I went back. I went back to the '90s. I forget what it was though, and that's gonna bug me. Uh. And eventually, it's gonna come to me, and it's gonna really, it's gonna really irritate me. And I will blurt it out. I will blurt well, it out. Uh, hey, you know another one I didn't think about too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we didn't stop. specify if it had to be cartoons or not. So like, not true. And it kind of goes back to earlier. Uh, what about some revamp of the real Ghostbusters I, in some way? I, I, if anything happens from Ghostbusters Afterlife finally coming out, I do hope. I hope it, it's an animated series. It's a series. Or some sort of series. Yeah, and, and you know what? Listen, just do, just do Ghostbusters, right? I, yeah. I, I do, do the real Ghostbusters. Listen, I will stomach it that it has to be Dave Coulier because Lorenzo music <laughs> is dead. I will stomach that. 
I just I just want Wait, more real Ghostbusters. The guy, the guy who did Garfield and Venkman, the original, or he he died. Yep, that's why <laughs> Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield. He felt really bad that he chased that man out of out of a role because he didn't like that the real Ghostbusters Peter Venkman sounded too much like Garfield. Out of Dang. out of out of all the good things that is associated with Bill Murray, that is one of those things that that's what it was, I'm that's I'm I'm always like you listen. That's the one God's going to judge you on, bro. <laughs> That's the one St. Peter's is going to stop you on, and you're going to have to explain that, Bill. I'm sorry. Listen, you can surprise all these people at their weddings all you want. You can be a just a generally cool dude and a weird eccentric man, but you got to answer for the Lorenzo music thing. That's on you, brother. That's on you. <laughs> man. Okay. Yeah, well, I kind of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you, I kind of recant my idea. <laughs> no, I'd still like to see it. It'd be fun. Yeah, listen, I, Arsenio Hall's still around. I would love to see him reprise his role as yeah. uh, Winston because after a certain point, he also gets phased out uh, for some for another voice for another voice. Uh, the yeah. only the only they ones all... the only ones that stay the same are Egon and, and Ray. Yeah, yeah. Which both Which of those are way? done by like long-standing voice artists that will never disappear from this face of the earth. Yeah, same guy who does Ray does, you know, uh, the 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 Scooby, not Scooby Doo, but um, Winnie the Pooh, Fred. No, not Fred. Winnie the Pooh. He does Winnie the Pooh too. Fred does Scooby Doo. Doesn't he do one of the Transformers? Like, I think he does one of the Transformers. He yeah. probably does multiple Transformers. Uh, honestly, no, he's that. He's dude. This guy has played Fred in Scooby Doo since Scooby Doo is out. All variations of Scooby Doo, like they don't even ask anybody else. They're like, "Can you do this, Fred?" And he's like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, he's also he's also the voice of Slimer in it too. So Ray and he Slimer, that's right. Voice. Yeah, I like that. I like right. the early seasons because, like, I like when like you could tell that they had to do additional voices just because yeah. there wasn't a large voice cast for this. So I'm like, "That's Arsenio Hall pretending to be a white person." That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I like which, that. Which he also did in Coming to America. True. True. Not as much. Not as many times as Eddie Murphy did, but he did do it. I would like to say that needs to get reboot, but it's getting a sequel. So there you go, Coming to America. Actually, that doesn't need a reboot. Uh, There's no one else that needs to do that. That's good. Wayans <laughs> yeah. Brothers, don't think about it. I know you're Stop thinking it. about it. I know you're Stop thinking it, about Wayans it, Sean Brothers. and Marlon. You leave Stop. this to Eddie and Arsenio. And now younger... Hey, if we're, we're going to reboot a movie, you know, we, I mean, if we're, if we're going to sequel a movie with the Wayans Brothers, it's got to be White Chicks, right? I didn't care for White Chicks. So, <laughs> my question... I was just saying that because it was such a dog shit movie. That's my my movie. question, as as as... Being a partner in the Wendy Williams show, that we that we clearly are. Yes, of course. White Long chicks. Long time affiliated. White chicks. Is that something that can exist in 2020? No. Oh hell no. Okay. No. All right. I, well, I, I, no, I just no, ask. No, I think it can. I think it can. I think it can because it's based on the premise that uh, black people can put on like white face, and it's perfectly okay <laughs> they're solving a crime right isn't that what this is aren't they cops i forget what the actual plot setup is i just i just remember that terry cruz done fuck some people real good and they can't walk no more <laughs> listen i'm gonna say it as a little bit it, it's got some good moments i'm not gonna lie have some good moments. making my way downtown walking <laughs> I think the whole I think the best part of the movie was the whole oh you want to talk about our mother part. <laughs> I just 
Listen, I, I low-key like the Wayans brothers, so if they want to remake yeah. something, I'll, yeah. I'll support yeah. it. I'll support it. Like uh, I love the Wayans <laughs> brothers show back when they had their show. So, I, I, yeah. I'll be, you know what? Listen, little Damon Wayans Jr., the, the, one, the one who doesn't look like his father, he looks more like the older brother of the Wayans. Uh, so, if you don't know who the Wayans are, this is a deep dive you don't need. Uh, but the, the Damon Wayans Jr., I want to see him break out a little bit more. He's popped up in a couple of small bits. Uh, he was on The New Girl. That was kind of his biggest thing. He was also on a show called Happy Endings. Uh, that kind of was essentially New Girl. It was just basically New Girl where <clears throat> the cast switched up a little bit. Um, I would like to see him pop out some more. He's got the lineage. He's got the family. Why isn't that man starring in more things? Also, probably because Michael B. Jordan exists and he's awesome and you throw him in everything. And Anthony Mackie, apparently. And Anthony, and Anthony Mackie, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, gents, it is 10-18. It is time for my Friday night break while y'all dive into Spider-Man. All and right. I will join you back in one second. Okay, so, well, Jerry... I'm going to try to mute, and I hope it doesn't kick me off. We're going to try this, kids. We're going to try it. So while Jared is doing that... There we go. All right. <laughs> I feel like that's a good call. I feel like that's a good call, TJ. I don't know about yeah. you. So, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. So, at this point, it has basically all been spoiled. It's, it's all but confirmed that not only will Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man be returning as Doc Ock, uh, but we will also be getting Jamie Foxx from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man returning as um, Electro. And it's essentially been spoiled by, by you know, a lot of people that have been deep diving. Tobey Maguire apparently has been seen walking in for, for costume fittings at the, at, the, at the filming location. But essentially, it sounds like all three Spider-Man will be in this movie. So my question to you, TJ, is are you interested in a live action Into the Spider-Verse? I, I know you and Jared, I think last time when we talked about it, maybe it was Jared, I can't remember what your thoughts were, but you guys didn't seem to really, you guys weren't vibing with the cartoon Into the Spider-Verse, but are you interested in seeing potentially a movie where we get these alternate Spider-Men uh, and, and the, the weird timey-wimey stuff that that WandaVision kind of sets in motion that Doctor Strange will kind of be working with. Uh, because this movie takes place between those two, so it'll be in the dead middle of everything going a strange uh, before Doctor I Strange makes it. I think this, yeah, would... So, Into the Spider-Verse movie, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I just, I just haven't... I mean, the whole... Uh, Spider-Man animated movie, yeah, I've seen enough Spider-Man animated shows... So I just wasn't interested in it. Um, but this live action definitely gets me interested because there's been three different Spider-Men so far. Why the hell not bring them in? You know, why not do what the, you know, DC, you know, comics, the DC TV show did with, with all the former DC shows and, you know, even the movies and stuff and bringing it all into canon to one big DC extended universe multiverse type of thing why the hell not you know i mean the original three spider-man movies were good um the the amazing spider-man movies you know were good you know the new spider-man movies were great mm -hmm. so why the hell not you know i mean plus it just it, it builds it 
you know, okay, so this if this movie comes out and it, it has all these characters from all these other Spider-Man movies and they all cross over, I mean, just think about how big this movie's going to be. Like, it will, like, surpass Avengers, all of them, <laughs> together, probably. So, I think, I think if they do this, and you tell me if you, if you like this pitch or not. I think if you do it, so, what, what made Into the Spider-Verse enjoyable for me is that you weren't getting the same version of Peter Parker. So, granted, uh, the, the main star really is Miles Morales, which is... Um, a newer, a newer fold into the Spider-Man uh, universe, and you know, I think it'd be great if they actually introduced Miles Morales into the. Some people, MCU some people think this. this might be this might be that stepping point because technically they need to have something that branches away, and if Sony would give them the rights to Miles Morales, then that would be an interesting take for them to go that route, while Sony's clearly going uh, to continue with their Spider Verse because it's making them bank. Uh, even though it's technically making them bank because MCU, even though I guess the Venom was good. But I think if you're going to do this, it can't just be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and it can't just be Andrew Garfield's. Uh, you got to really hype up the differences. And so for that, it's pretty easy, really, because you're not you don't have to change anything to where you're fundamentally changing the Spider-Men. It can still be the same ones, but just just kind of accentuated a little bit differently so toby Maguire, the first spider-man make him kind of the old experienced peter parker right because that's what he is he's yeah. the older experienced peter parker he married his mary jane uh, he's going to be visibly older so so do do an older one and now on the inverse you have andrew garfield while while pretty you know while younger uh we've seen him suffer loss right he lost he lost Gwen Stacy uh, kind of in at the end of his storyline because they didn't do an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Um, so make him kind of the moody, depressed Spider-Man because that's kind of what he gets panned for anyways, right? Uh, it's like, that Spider-Man yeah. cried a whole lot. So so make him the moody one and give them give them three. And then you have R. Peter Parker from the MCU who is, who is childlike, full of love and laughter and just kind of a, a, a kid. So have all three of them, let them be their own Spider-Man, but make sure that they have enough of a identifiable quirk that it makes sense why they're there. If they're all basically the same person, I, I don't want to see that. Now, if you give me yeah. grizzled veteran Tobey Maguire that is like doing everything and kind of, you know, kind of being snide with, with the other Spider-Man, I'm in. If you have Andrew Garfield being, you know, playing into his... You can even make him kind of like more of an anti-hero where he's suffered the loss he's not happy lost uncle ben lost gwen stacy pretty much everything went to shit there at the end uh and then he kind of finds out that his parents might still be alive or some weird stuff like make him go ahead let him be like the the moody angry one and then let let tom holland keep being tom holland all right yeah. jared's back so i can i, can <clears throat> I mean bridge. you would have to uh you can ungrinch me now. You've been ungrinched. You would have to. You would have to to d differentiate between all three of the Spider Men. I mean, you know, especially like bringing in all the villains, you know, from the other ones, Doc Ock and and Electro, and God knows who else they're gonna bring in. I think they already said like. Uh, I think there's there's been like ah. rumors of like so I think Kirsten Michael Dunst is already like. 
signed on to and stuff like that. So bringing <laughs> uh, uh, her MJ. There's a rumor that uh, the the um, Matt Murdock, so Daredevil yes. from the Netflix series, will also be in this, and She Hulk. So so that would be interesting. And then uh, yeah. the Kingpin from the Netflix series is campaigning for him to be included. Which I love his kingpin character. I hope he is included. I saw something. I saw something that was like, if you could fantasy cast like kingpin, like who would you get? And it showed a picture of um, the mountain from Game of Thrones. Okay, whatever his name is. The mountain. And I'm like, King, King I was Jordan. like, yeah, like Thor Bjornsson or something. Um, okay. Okay. Anyway, it showed it showed a picture of him, and I'm like, well, physically stature, yes, he would be a good kingpin. But he doesn't speak that good of English. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think the kingpin is this articulate, you know, just very well educated, articulate they could criminal mastermind. Yeah, because he's the yeah. kingpin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think uh, I think the Vincent D'Onofrio would definitely yeah I like him be a good fit. So yeah, so I I'm curious to see if this is going to be any more than like so. How I envision, and I kind of think the multiverse of madness is going to be like this, right? I think it's going to be like a Rick and Morty episode where they're basically just popping in and out of realities. And so, like, you we, know, if they can get Rick and Morty into it at some point, just like <laughs> with how Rick and Morty's awesome. whoring themselves out for for Levi jeans and Lay's potato <laughs> chips right now, I would not Pringles, put it. Yeah, Pringles, Pringles. I would not put anything past them, honestly. Uh, so they are they are cashing in on on their golden goose right now. So why not? Um, but yeah, I just I I I'm curious to see. I think there will be there has to be a team up moment. You can't have all three of them and not have that one. This is gonna be like singular. a four hour movie, well, at least three hours, definitely. And it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, indeed. Yes, it will. It will. What do you will. think the runtime? I think I think three and a half hour runtime. I think that's about the only. Isn't way that about what they the average now? Story. It's about three, two and a half to three. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna right. say I'm gonna say it would be at least thirty minutes of uh more than like the longest MCU movie. I think if you I think if you have if you have all three Spider Mans in it you can justify it to your audience as to why it needs to be a longer movie. So not saying it has to necessarily be in-game or Infinity War in length, but you can get pretty long. You can get that two-hour range, um, and, and and I feel justified, right? You can you can probably make it the same runtime as Civil War and and, and call it a day. Because I feel like yeah. Civil War was pretty, pretty long and packed full of people, but it was enjoyable. Like, it was something that we wanted to see, and it had... Spider-Man in it, so yeah. yeah right. You get a little bit of leeway with Spider-Man, eh? Say, say. A little bit of leeway with the Spider-Boy, yeah. Uh, get me that Spider-Man. Get me the Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man brought to you by oh, Wendy Williams. Oh, we gotta Williams. have J. Jonah Jameson, like, all three versions. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be awesome, honestly. <laughs> I would love that. Because you have like the you have the Rush Limbaugh version, they have the Alex Jones version from the 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 Far From Home, and then you have him, the same actor in <laughs> in his more straight to the the character source from the Tobey Maguire. Uh, who was J. Jonah Jameson in the in the Andrew Garfield verse? I, did they ever introduce one? In? I, d I don't know they? if they did. Uh, let me look it up. 
This portion of the show, while TJ looks up the answer to the question, brought to you by Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams Show, bringing you Christmas hentai. <laughs> Season's greetings from Wendy Williams Show. Have you had like your so Christmas people, hentai? I feel like so many people are going to look this up and be disappointed. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'm just going to say this. I think like the, the websites will probably get like an all-time high Christmas hentai. Man, like, porn, <laughs> Pornhub's about to blow up. Like, I didn't think people would be watching this. <laughs> <clears throat> Tonight's tonight sponsor... Pornhub and Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams show will never claim our claim our episode ever again. <laughs> They'll be like, nope, we're out. I Listen, let ju- let's just let them air that thing next time. Like, <laughs> we don't want this. I don't. Oh, they said lifetime. Let's get all over that. What are they talking about? No, no, no. We're done. <laughs> I don't think J. Jonah Jameson was in any of the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and I think that is a huge shame. Oh well, that's why I didn't like that one. Um. All right, well then, perfect. Then, then you still, then you just make. You know what? You 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 have you have what's his face play a third version. Yeah, you just have him play a third version. In the... This one, this one's unemployed. That's the why. That's why we never saw him. <laughs> this one is just at home and he's chill. He's just chill. He's just like just chill. Yeah, he's like whatever. <laughs> oh, Spider Man, I like him. <laughs> I like the Spider Man. <laughs> that guy. He's all right. He's all right. That Spider Man. Alright, uh, so Disney and Star Wars took a dump on us in terms of info, um, so <laughs> brought to you by the Wendy Williams Show, here is Take a Dump on Us, it's a wonderful new segment, brought to you by the Wendy Williams Show, so thank you, Wendy. Um, thank you, Wendy, appreciate it, always looking out for us. So, there is so much, so much to unpack, so let's start, let's start away from Star Wars. Indiana Jones 5 confirmed... Uh, I don't know how you're doing a fifth one when it this original one ended at the third. <laughs> Only three. <laughs> so, so <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Hasn't hasn't this this supposed fifth one been confirmed for like ten years now? So I don't know if it's been confirmed as much as it's been talked about, but now it's officially confirmed. Some of these have been talked about for a while, right? So I feel like we've heard the Willow rumblings for for a bit. Granted, I've never been a big Willow fan, so I didn't really care. Uh, but Dion Warwick, there we go, get him. Um, and I'll some be right back. and some of the Spider Man stuff has also been talked about before. Uh, but Indiana Jones, Jared, are you excited to see uh, Doctor Jones come back? I should be. <laughs> um, well, well, I sh- I should be, and I want to be, but there's this void in my memory, um, where like we, we left the last crusade, and it was like this, this was perfect, this was great, and I I, I remember something happening in between now and then. I don't know the specifics. Uh, uh. I think I think, but I do remember South something. Park aired something. I think South Park aired South Park aired something, um, and I remember it, it. It traumatized me so much that I said, "I'll forget of this moment," and I cannot remember it. Um, but I know it had to do with Indiana Jones, and that's sad. It's really sad because I want to be just like I want to be excited for a a, a new Die Hard, but they just. They just they 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 don't know what to do with themselves. It's like <clears throat> it's like um on uh, the Dark Knight when he was like, I'm like a dog who chases a car. I wouldn't know what to do with it. It's <laughs> like 
that's what they've done with Indiana Jones and Die Hard. Their dog that chases the car and they've caught the car and they're like, well, what do we do now? It's like, let's put John McClane on a jet. He can surf on a jet. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm excited because I like the franchise, but I'm scared to death because of an incident. <laughs> we'll call it. And I don't trust them now. That's if that fair. makes sense. That's fair. I want to trust them. I want to watch it, but I am skeptical. And here's what's going to happen. They're going to drop it, and I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Because I love it that much, just like I did with the incident <laughs> <laughs> that I can't remember. <laughs> um, and I was talking about this with some coworkers today. And they're like, eh, part four. I'm like, I've never heard of part four. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse what me? incident? Uh, there's three. <laughs> uh, the, uh, a, a fourth type of a incident fourth, allegedly a crystal a, a crystal skull type incident yes uh, the incident I've never, never heard of this. never heard of it hey, but that, so yes, we're we're very confused though why they're going from three to five but i mean the scream movies also do a wacky uh, i get i think i know i think i know they must be counting the, like the young indiana jones movie oh yes yes that's gotta be it it's gotta yes, be it yes or, or so like, here here you know. and and here's why okay based off of that here's why I'm skeptical. Now, granted, it's Indiana Jones. You can hop around in the timeline a little bit, but Harrison Ford's 112 years old. We can't make him look 35 with technology now. Um, where do you go? What is what is the, what time? What, okay, so the incident was set in the 50s when the previous three Indiana Jones movies were set in the 30s at various points in time. So where are we now? Are we in Vietnam? 60s. So it's like we, we had the Germans as an enemy. We allegedly had the Russians or the Soviet Union as an enemy. Who's the enemy now? And how fat, how, how far forward do we go? Do we go Iran-Contra? <laughs> do It'll we go, still do we go Vietnam? I, I think so. I think you still have to make it Russians, but I'm like, I just don't see. Either way, it's still going to be Cold War era. I think so. No, I, th- no, that's allegedly. Fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I just so, I don't know. I'm just, Indiana I'm Jones fearful. gets kidnapped by space aliens. He's taken into the future into the year 2021. <laughs> I I don't know who needs to hear I'm this. Okay but with that. I, I don't know who needs to hear this. You boys tell me. Harrison Ford 78. I want Chris Pratt to be his son. Let's forget that Shia LaBeouf was Butch or Dog or Dog the Bounty Hunter. I want Chris I mean, Pratt. Bud. I mean, mud, mud, but or what? Whatever. I don't remember. Allegedly, allegedly, I've never heard it's of this movie. movie. You allegedly. guys are making shit up. Allegedly, brought to you uh, by the Wendy yeah, no, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris. Oh boy, yeah. But to yeah, be to Pratt. be to be fair, I would fantasy cast Chris Pratt for a lot of stuff. A Ghostbusters yes. reboot, uh, Indiana Jones, pretty much anything that needs a a guy that can be both charming, funny, and so and testosterone filled. All of our Western nerds out there, I was, and I even got out pen and paper for this crap the other night. I was like, if I was going to recast the Sons of Katie Elder with John Wayne, and I know a bunch of you out there watching are just like, the hell is he talking about? What's a John Wayne? What's a John Wayne? Who is John Wayne? Was he that president man? No, he mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, but I even thought, man, Chris Pratt would make a good Dean Martin. Would he not? Did you pull that off? I think Chris Pratt could pull that off. And Chris I'm not just Pratt saying could D- pull anything off. He honestly. could pull anything. 
He could you know, the things. right script, you know, he can he could he can make it work. He could. Oh, I just I just want him to be a Ghostbuster is what I want. Yes. I want Above anything else. I want him to be a Ghostbuster. Anyways, there's my two cents. CJ, do you have a two cents? On Indiana uh, Jones whatever. five, Harrison Ford oh, seventy eight. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited about it? No, I wasn't excited about the young Indiana Jones fourth movie <laughs> uh, that was made. Um, <laughs> there were some scenes in that movie that will shall be remain nameless that I did like. Um, the end credits uh, because it was finally over. Um, Touche. So here's the thing: Indiana Jones at this point just needs a complete reboot. If Agreed. we're going to do another Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford is 78 years old. There are times whenever you see him on a talk show. back. Okay, so a long time ago, before COVID, people actually showed up to talk shows. <laughs> they weren't um, Zoom talk shows. So, yeah, you just didn't have, like, a Zoom meeting, like, on TV for an hour. You know, every time, like, he's ever showed up, you know, of course, he's, he's quirky, he's funny. But he's old, and sometimes I think he's got dementia. And, and you know, how, I mean, shit, the last Star Wars movie that he was in, you know, he broke his foot on a door. He is 78. <laughs> but, hey, now, having said that. This the Millennium also, Falcon literally tried to kill him. Having said that, this 78-year-old, which he wasn't 78 at the time, he was in his 70s, though, crashed his own airplane and survived. Yeah. So I mean let's let's not we go we can't take a dump on the man too much, but I mean I think when it comes down to it, who really wants to He's crashed to his airplane more than once. That's true, he has. <laughs> Tough, tougher than a five dollar steak. He, he needs to have his airplane license taken away. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's fair if you're seventy eight, you shouldn't have an airplane should license. Be, should be flying airplanes. Shouldn't have probably a driver's license. You probably have a lot single, of license removed. Single prop airplanes over Florida. <laughs> so just need to knock it off. So uh, not to get too caught up in the Indiana Jones thing, even though I feel like out of all of the things that are mentioned in the Disney Star Wars dump, it's probably the one that you guys care the most about. Um do listen this might just be my preference but i would love for there to still be nazis involved in this i love indie fighting nazis there's something good and wholesome about nazis appearing when maybe we don't think nazis should be there and them getting their comeuppance it's a, uh yeah it's foolproof it's a foolproof yeah, yeah. antagonist yep there's yeah, no redeeming quality so when they get murdered horrifically by whatever like, mystical fine. thing is there you're like cool that deserved fine. Take that, Nazi scum. Uh, no, I think... Go ahead, TJ. Which, I mean, the whole reason behind, like, uh, you know, the, the Russians is... Essentially was the same thing. It's like, well, he's he's clearly 40 years older than the last time we shot this movie. <laughs> so we need we to need move to this advance. at least 20-some-odd years into the future. Oh, and World War II's ended. Who's the next superpower? The Russians, the Soviets. I don't know. I liked Hellboy, and you still brought Nazis in. I, there's just something I'm like make it make it something tied into about how like Hitler was into mysticism, and like he was trying to create like that millennium that that that, 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 that millennium Reich where the the never ending uh, zombie zombie okay. zombie Nazis versus indie, and Chris Pratt comes in and beats him up. I've got that. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So. I've, there are some conspiracy theorist people out there, 
And don't get me wrong, I love a good conspiracy. <clears throat> I don't settle on a lot of them. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. And there are some I'm like, ooh, that's deep. So one of them, though, is that Hitler, the night before he shot himself, somehow left Berlin on a private jet, ended up in South America, and lived out the rest of his days there. Mm -hmm. I think we've got an angle here. I well, think we've got an angle here. You don't even have to go. Indy goes to South America to find Hitler. <laughs> and you don't even have to go that route, From honestly. The 60s. Oh, you don't even have to go that route, honestly. Like, there's there's enough evidence and history out there that shows that, uh, you know, the superpowers, both Russian and American, bought up some previous Nazi scientists to come to their country <laughs> and help us get to space. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's, so, it's a pretty quick so Indiana, in Indiana Jones in space. To fight them god dang aliens. <laughs> you know what? I think the fifth Indiana Jones movie needs to be Indiana Jones in Four? a nursing home. <laughs> and, like, literally talking about, Stop I'm going to kill them Nazis. I'm going to fight them Nazis. And they're like, uh-huh, sure you are. Yes, you are, Mr. Jones. Yes, you are. Oh, you go gosh. Get it's some it's some meta film where it's it's all in Indy's <laughs> head. It's it's one of those pretentious two thousand directors like in their yeah. in their thirties making these films. I'm taking a time honored classic property and I'm gonna run it into the fucking ground. <laughs> so like gosh, that would be awful. I would hate that. <laughs> I would hate everything yeah. about that. <laughs> no, so the only time I've ever seen that really work was uh, Birdman, where they took Michael Keaton, like, "Hey, you remember how Batman has haunted you all your life and you can't escape it? Let's dive into that." And like, that's a legitimately that that was a uh, it was good, like, right? Like, I like I, I like Birdman. Um, any any of these other ones? So you might not be too familiar with some of the rest of the stuff coming out. We have the Obi Wan, uh, Hayden. Hayden Christensen will be coming back as Vader for the Obi-Wan series. So I'm interested to see how they do that because it's going to be... Uh, Has he learned to act since those movies? He still hates <laughs> sand, if nothing else. Um, so I, I feel like he's probably going to be like a, a, a nightmare that haunts that haunts Obi-Wan, who will be um, Ewan McGregor, which is awesome. He's just awesome. I like Ewan McGregor. So I, I think it's everything. He's good at everything. Uh, so some of these other ones are a little bit more out there, and you got a couple cartoons thrown in there, and you've got <clears throat> several of these are just branches coming from <laughs> the Mandalorian, like the the Rangers of the New Republic is literally something that's getting set up right now in the Mandalorian. Uh, Bad Batch is getting set up from uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, the Ahsoka Tano one has kind of just been involved in everything. Uh, but the one I'm kind of interested about that's off the beaten path is that Rogue Squadron one. So I envision that being Top Gun in space. So it's I, I envision that being more of like the 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 actual out there space fights between ship versus ship. Uh, so fleet versus fleet as opposed to on a planet Star Wars battles that we're used to. I am kind of yeah. digging and interested in the idea of, all right, listen, we'll have some talking because, you know, they'll be talking on the ship and whatever carriers out there, but like a legitimate Navy, Space Navy feeling <clears throat> type of movie where it's like, all right. It sounds like what you're describing is like Battlestar Galactica, yeah. but with yes. Star Wars. Yes. Battlestar yeah. Wars Galactica. Battle, yes. yes. Battlestar Wars Galactica. I'd watch it. I would love to see that because, I mean, you just don't see anything more than the X-Wing fighters and the TIE fighters just right. kind of flying around. You know, I would definitely love to see that. Honestly, any of these Star Wars ones do sound like 
we've needed them for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so the acolyte the, one is probably one of the more abstract ones that I'm not sure where I fall on it. So the the premise of that is it's going to be set in the 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 ending stages of the High Republic. So to get you all nerdy caught up, there the the two points that everyone knows of Star Wars are the current setting of the Skywalker saga. Then 800 years ago, there was something called the Old Republic. Everyone knows that because there was a game, a couple games, called the Knights of the Old Republic, and everyone loves that. Um, but the High Republic takes place 200 years before the Skywalker saga. So, get this, that means we'll have a fairly young Yoda alive during that time. And, and it's a time... Almost as if a baby Yoda were around, maybe? No! That's, it, it's got a name. I know you guys I, I know you guys aren't caught yeah. up, but the thing has a name, so I don't, I don't want to oh, throw wait, it out there. it has a name. It, it has a name, so I don't want to throw that out there until you guys get caught up. It has a name. Um, don't lie to me. Just, just tell me hey, straight is, up. Is, how is many Simba? episodes... How many episodes is the season? Because I'm just waiting for the whole season to come yeah, out. Yeah, so this was episode say. seven. Next Friday will be the last episode for this season. Okay, okay so so I could wait another week and then like yep. watch them all. Power through yeah, it. Power through it for Christmas it. week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the acolyte is going to be, as it's described, a murder thriller type, a murder mystery thriller type show. Uh, so it's it's involving the height of the Jedi of like the Jedi Order. It's it's the the height of the Jedi Order, uh, but there's darkness brewing. So I imagine with acolyte we're probably going to get the utterance of the Sith returning. Bah, bah, bah. So I'm kind of interested in that. Um, I I do I do like the Jedi lightsaber fights. I just am really tired of the Skywalkers. Um, I, so think I think Jedi in general for me has just been kind of burned out. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like, cause you have like the Jedi in the episode one, two and three, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, you know, talk of the Jedi more in episode four and f- or episode whatever, four and five. And then all of a sudden, no, Luke's a Jedi. And then, and then the Jedi are gone. You know, well, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just. Well, TJ, so I've got some bad news I for was, you. Mandalorian season was, two has Jedi talking. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. It's just it's so much, so much talk of the Jedi that seems like Star Wars is nothing but Jedi, which is why I like Mandalorian, is because it it breaks away from that, which is like why I liked Rogue One because it broke away from that. Well, well you know, well, tell, it was a for now, TJ, until you get into it season was, two. <laughs> but I'm saying though it was a good sci-fi movie yeah, no, I agree. based in the Star I agree. Wars yep. universe that didn't have to do with fancy lightsaber battles, you know. And the spoiler alert: if it doesn't get froze again, the ending scene in Rogue One where Darth Vader goes through and just kills everybody was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so maybe you're interested in the the Andor, uh, the Andor series like coming that. to Disney because like that'll that. be the prequel. To Rogue One, so the prequel to the prequel will be Antor. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, even though I have a hard time keeping up with the cartoons, the Bad Batch would be an interesting one. So the Bad Batch are about the clone troopers 
um, that that were given like some that weren't perfect, right? They're a bad batch of clone troopers. Uh, they each kind of have like a genetic modification that makes them a little bit more monster than man. Uh, so you're gonna see. So if you follow the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon, you're gonna see some characters that were introduced here in the the final season. Uh, but it's essentially just clone troopers that survive. Because so spoiler alert. Uh, the clone troopers stop being stormtroopers when stormtroopers come into full effect because there's some there's some you know short-sightedness with the clone troopers and honestly the clone troopers were just used to help push to get us to order 66 and and, and cause this big disturbance to allow Emperor Palpatine to take over. Um, and then once they've served their purpose, as happens with Emperor Palpatine's wishes, they get genocided. <laughs> After genociding the Jedi, they get genocided. Uh, and then stormtroopers become these bumbling buffoons that can't hit a mark because it's easier to manipulate dumb, dumb, stupid general public. Where they got that idea from, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Certainly was not from this planet. Certainly was not from Wendy Williams' show, which is brought to you, which is bringing you this episode. Um, but yeah, so I think I think the Bad Batch is an interesting one if you're going to follow the cartoons. Now there's a couple of others like Star Wars Visions. I don't know what that is. Um, there's a couple that I'm just kind of like, huh? I don't know where I can go with that. The Lando series, so with Lando Calrissian, I'm interested in that only if they have. Uh, Danny Glover, not Danny Glover, Donald Glover, Danny Glover. I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this class. At that point, why wouldn't you just bring back Willie D? <laughs> it's just the Millennium Falcon driving really slow in the fast lane with the hazards on. Yeah, it's like, all right, we can't bring you back, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, you're too old. We'll bring in Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mentioned in the Lando series if they bring back Donald Glover. If not... Eh, I'll probably still be fine with it, but I probably won't watch it as 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 intently as uh, the Disney Plus would like me. All right, so that's yes. that's Star Wars dumping on us. Who else is gonna take a dump? The Marvel Cinematic Universe took a dump, and this is this is what these dumps on a truck had to say. So these are the dockets. So this isn't necessarily the movie dockets as much as it is. So there's some movies that have already been announced that we know of, like. Uh, Miss Marvel 2, some other things. Some of these are a mixture of movies that will come out, and some of them are Disney Plus series. Any one of these, strike your fancy. Tickle your pickle. So Is we've, there a Miss Marvel 1? Not Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel there, and I meant Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel 2, oh. so Captain Marvel oh, okay. 2 got announced. Uh, so... We've got Moon Knight, which is essentially Marvel's version of Batman, but he also has superpowers, but he also has a also has an identity uh, disorder. Uh, there's the Secret Invasion, which will bring back Samuel L. Jackson, and he will get these monkey fighting snakes off this Monday to Friday plane. Uh, you've got <laughs> Ironheart, which is them bringing about a young female lead that will take the mantle of Iron Man, which kind of feels soon, but. We also have Armor Wars, which I am legitimately interested in, which will have Don Sheetle's War Machine coming back to do battle with those greedy capitalist sons of guns that have now tried to wing in on Iron Man's approach. So I think you might see the setting stage of this in the Falcon and Winter Soldier because, spoiler alert, uh, in the Falcon Winter Soldier, the, one of the antagonists will be the Patriot which is literally just the U.S. government's 
owned version of an Iron Man suit type character. So that's a thing that'll happen. Um, or maybe it's their version of Captain America. There's something that's happening version. of Captain America. I think it's a version of Captain America Which because he... they already did the Iron Patriot. In yes, Iron you're right, Man you're too, right, I you're think. right. So, but this is going to be the war. This is going to be, so it's already been built up as when Tony Stark's fear comes to life. So it's going to be, there's going to be other Iron Man type characters that'll be coming. So I think we'll see like Hammer return. Um, uh, I forget who played Hammer, but you'll see those crappy billionaires. MC, can't touch this. Uh, and, and I'm just ready to see Don Cheadle have a moment to shine for himself because I like Don Cheadle. And I hope he goes Captain Planet crazy. So I don't know if you guys saw the funnier die sketches where he's Captain Planet, but I hope he goes Captain yeah. Planet crazy. Uh, Guardian of the Galaxy's holiday special, James Gunn literally said, the idea was I thought the Star Wars holiday special was good. I think we can do something like that too. So that'll be that'll be an adventure in 2022. I am Groot, literally going to be an animated miniseries for Groot. So Vin Diesel, Ow. congratulations on being employed further. Uh, you've got the <laughs> Ant-Man. Only saying three words. <laughs> you've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Which feels like that's got to be all kind of the bullshittery along with Doctor Strange's like Muscle vs. Star Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man and the Ooh. Ultimate Warrior. It kind of does. Quantumania! Quantumania. <laughs> when I ascended from the heaven planes and, down the three and, moons. And stay. Instinct. He's 61 and he's still wrestling. Uh, She-Hulk, which will maybe have Matt Murdock from uh, the, the Netflix... I think that one's already talking like it's going to have the abomination. It's going to bring the abomination back. Yes, they are bringing the abomination. Mark Ruffalo. It'll have Smart Mark Hulk. Ruffalo's gonna. It'll have yeah. Smart Hulk. So not as big Hulk, and he'll talk and offer tacos to people. Smart Hulk. <laughs> uh, and then Hawkeye, which is probably the one I'm least interested in. Is that going to be a series or is that going to be a movie? I think it's a series because well, I don't know. It's got Haley Steinfeld in it, and she's kind of a bigger, younger actress to kind of she was in the bumblebee movie uh she's kind of a bigger a bigger name she's also a singer so she's kind of she was also in pitch perfect three so it's kind of like a yeah but she was also in that series on apple tv or whatever yeah so maybe it will be a disney plus i hope it's a disney plus because it is oh lord have mercy uh because it is hawkeye yeah, wendy williams trying to break through <laughs> jared are by you the texting way, TJ, wendy williams way, i didn't know <clears throat> if you didn't know it uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Maddie in the remake of True Grit. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was her first movie. Yeah. It was, and she knocked it out of the freaking park. Yeah. yeah, so I could see it going either That's way. That's where I first heard of her, actually, was when I watched that movie. I was just like, wow, this kid is good. She is. But I mean, so what? Black Widow's getting a, 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 an actual movie, so I could see it potentially being like, I, I hope it's a Disney Plus thing. I hope it's Disney Plus. I thing. do too. Like, um, I mean, obviously, like the the Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. But we need the graphic. <laughs> Ant Man and the WrestleMania is going to be a movie. Um, Secret Invasion is that going to be a movie? Is that going to be a series? That would sound better as a series. I think I think it would be better executed as a series, but because it's got Samuel L. Jackson and he don't have time to fight these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane, uh, it could <laughs> be a movie. But I hope it's she Disney Hulk. Plus. I hope it's I, Disney Plus. I, I'm kind of curious to see She-Hulk. Because when I first heard of it, I'm like, they're actually doing a She-Hulk. They're doing you know? She-Hulk. But the, I think the person they actually cast as She-Hulk is the the same woman from Orphan Black. 
Yes. Tatiana Maslany. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sounds like a Russian. Uh, she can act. I mean, considering that she played six different characters on screen at the yeah. same time. Yep, yep, that's her. <laughs> she can definitely act. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, Armor Wars sounds good. What's the other one? Ironheart. Ironheart. Now, is this going to be a movie or is this going to be a series? At this, at this point, I feel like it should just be a series, but maybe it's a movie. I feel like it's a series, because Miss Marvel will be... A, so the Miss Marvel introduction, that will be a series on Disney+. Plus. So I feel like if you're doing Miss Marvel, and you're getting kind of that younger generation of the heroes, they should all be on the same platform, <laughs> right? It just feels weird if one isn't so. on there. So I, I feel like I feel like Ironheart will also be Disney+. Plus. That would be. I would like to see Robert Downey Jr., uh, doing the voice of like the Jarvis voice. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think is going to happen. Is he will be a Friday type voice? Uh, Moon Knight is kind of the one I kind of want to see because I I don't know if I'm interested in so much as who the rumor mill is throwing out there as as the confirmed casting for the Moon Knight, which will be um, Oscar Isaac's. Which good for him, but man, he's in a lot of Disney stuff already, and he's in Dune, and Dune's franchise has already you been ruined. Yeah, and yeah. Dune franchise Dune. already been killed. Uh, but you got Moon Knight, so he's so I don't want to say crazy because they're going to treat this as a he has a disorder, and they're like not going to use it as the he's crazy, so he's punching people and dressing up like a vigilante, which is a thing that works in the '90s, not so much in good taste anymore now that we've become a civilized culture. Uh, but he will have a dis- <laughs> disassociated identity kind of crisis going on. So they'll work through that, which is an interesting plot point. Uh, but he will also be a Batman-esque character. So he's, he's you know, using gadgetry. He also has superpowers. So I don't know why he's doing gadgets. But he uses gadgets, and he also has superpowers. And somehow Egyptian see, curses or powers. gadgets and has superpowers, so. so. Someone's brought up an interesting point. They hope that Tobey Maguire... Uh, does his like web shooting and like Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland's Spider-Man see that and think, wait a minute, where's his, where's his, uh, where's his web pack? And he's like, yeah. it just comes out of my, I've, I've got spider butts on my wrist. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I've got, How'd you do that? I've got a spider anus on my wrist, boys. Do you not have You'd those? You'd to think they would be like, they would, you know, Andrew Garfield and, and, um, Tom Holland would be like comparing like their, uh, Web shooters, yeah, and then Andrew, and then uh, to, or uh, fuck, what's his name? Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. We're bad be, at like, names. Come in and be like, what are y'all doing, boys? It's do like, you not have web shooters? Uh, listen, just flicks his wrist. Have we not all been ingrained with the spider anus in our in our forearm? Like, is that just me? All right, whatever. Wendy Williams show brought to you by spider anuses <laughs> and forearms. <laughs> Okay, so any anything else about this dump or move on to the next dump? Let's no. go next up. Move, next, move dump. next dump. Next dump. So we have additional dumps. Uh, dump. So we've got, there's an Alien series, and granted, Rescue Rangers getting uh, a remake is still Disney, but I threw it in here in its own thing. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, which is Pixar, so I guess still Disney, its own thing. Uh, Dune, because the franchise is dead already uh, in there. And the Nobody film, which is Bob Erdenkirk literally just becoming John Wick. So I don't even know if it's like a serious thing anymore. I watched the trailer, I was like, that's just John Wick. It even has a cat. So where John Wick had a dog, this guy has a cat. 
Like, this is John Wick for it's Bob Odenkirk. No. Because Bob Odenkirk it's, is a comedian. It's literally... It sounds like it would be a comedy. It's literally Bob Odenkirk, who who is hiding from a shady past. Let's just watch the trailer. Let's just, right. it, it makes more sense when you see the trailer. And by more sense, I mean no sense. Oh, perfect. This should be great. But, I mean, I guess maybe... I don't know. Like, I'm at a conflicted point where I'm like, I think I like that trailer. <laughs> Comedy stuff just with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, it's Bob Odenkirk. Like certain yeah. things. But, yeah, man, it's like, that was interesting. Trailer's probably going to be better in the movie, but that was probably, interesting. Probably. Probably. I, I, hey, enough to, enough to give it a watch. So, yeah. I think I'm more interested if somehow it becomes a, a John Wick like it's in the John Wick universe. I think yeah. I become more interested. That would be than, neat. And yeah. then maybe three movies later, him and John meet and have a scotch. Or just like in the next John Wick movie, because there's another one. You know, Bob <laughs> Odenkirk's just like sitting like at a table and a, or you know, like at a, at, a, at the bar, or something. Well, not only is there says, another one, TJ, but it's coming out on HBO Max in 2021 and killing the franchise. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm like, I'm at that shit. point where there I'm like, that. I'm like, I'm interested in that, but, huh? I just I don't see Bob Odenkirk in that role. Good for Bob Odenkirk. He's Mister Showing all over those guys' asses. So good for him. Hey, you know what? Saul Saul got some balls, man. <laughs> yeah, better better call Saul John well, Wick. I you know I, I kind of like that though. I, I think that's why I'm more intrigued by it because I think of him in Better Call Saul, and I'm like, what a weenie. And then I see that, and I'm like, all right. I'm game. I want to watch this. I want. I, how can you make the comedian a badass? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Alien TV series. Out of all the dumps in the additional dumps, this is by far the the chunkiest one that I want to to dive into. So not only is it an Alien TV series. So on some channels, that's a recipe for not watching. But it'll right. be on FX. FX does really good. At series works, right? They had the Americans. They had that Legion show that was a Marvel uh, branch off. They have, you know, the comedy. Uh, but some of their action stuff, pretty legit. So I'm interested to see what they do with this. But here's the kicker, boys. This Alien TV series takes place on Earth. That's right, Earth. So are you interested in seeing aliens? So I, I envision that being what? Essentially, that's going to be a town that gets over, over... It's going to be like, what, take 30 days of night and then make that alien, make that xenomorphs, and that's what's going to happen to a town. A town gets xenomorphed. So it's... it's it, Well, it's Predator with aliens. Um, <laughs> well, it's... It's, it's critters. Uh, it's critters, but with more critters, terrifying critters. aliens. Yes. So the only way I can see it, like, actually... And it's like every other like Alien versus Predator, and about it seems like every other Alien movie is like the only way like the series the season ends is you nuke the town. Yeah, you know what you got to do, brother. I so, mean, so now you it's look more at like aliens, a Resident Evil. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's it's well they all kind of tie together. I guess every one of them are kind of the same if you think about it. <laughs> but but you look at Zombies, it, and go, you know, aliens, okay, these whatever, these aliens, you know, they, you know, the queen lays the eggs. There's thousands of eggs. There's thousands of faceovers. There's thousands of aliens. All right, so it's just this never-ending cycle. No matter how, like, how many people, like, if it's like New York City, you know, then all of a sudden New York City's run by, yeah. you know, xenomorphs. Then you have Cloverfield. So so 
I was gonna say, I think if you do this, it's not a big, it's not a big city. I think you do like a Wyoming town or a, a town in what? South Dakota. <laughs> it's like some place that's well, basically you, you take the crazies and turn it into zombies instead of people that have been infected. You know, so I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I need to see more info on this. I'm not. 100% saying no way not gonna do it because it's one of my favorite s- series and franchises I definitely want to give it a shot but I just I want them to do it right and I want them to have it together because this is one of those things as a fan these new age people they're gonna be excited at everything throw shit on the wall see if it sticks if it does hey cool they'll buy t-shirts or you know, mp3s or whatever the hell kids are doing nowadays but for us lifetimers for us long time guys it's like it's like alright cool alien reboot i want a little meat with my potatoes you know it's like you can't just call it alien and it'd be alien you gotta have some of those elements there um the the only thing that bugs me about it is i don't think they're going same way with the indiana jones thing i think they're gonna they're not gonna cater to us lifelong fans they're gonna cater to now with elements of the lifelong fans just so we'll go give them money to watch it that's the only thing that concerns me with this TJ, what what do it. you need? What do you need, TJ, to make this something you'd watch? I mean, it's the thing is, is it's I don't know if this would, I would watch it, yeah, but I don't know if this would be something that I would be interested in watching as like a drawn out alien movie, because that's essentially what it's going to end up being, you know. Like I like I said, it seems like the only logical solution is the way that the aliens reproduce and how fast they reproduce is you nuke the town. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, like, I could see this if this were something like a Jurassic Park kind of thing. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. It's, just, it's funny to me. <laughs> it's a good you point, know? though. I like it. Or, like, a single alien. And, I mean, it's like, either way, like, you got to give people stories. And those people's stories have to find some way to interact with this alien. So how do you do that and keep the stories interesting and make people want to come back and watch? Because otherwise, it's just going to be an alien running around. You can't give the alien a story. The alien's literally just running around killing people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be it's going to be one of those things where it's either going to be great or it's going to be shit. absolute dog shit horrible. And it's going to it's going to kill a franchise. It's. You know what it is? This is going to be Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles for the Alien franchise. Oh, yeah. This is going to be Tremors the series for the Tremors franchise. Oh, oh ah, come on. Oh, I'm, I'm no, going to shit I all over it before them. it comes yeah, I out. You're not I mean... It's, I don't know. It's... I have faith because it's FX. If it was... So the only thing and I it's gonna be six episodes because FX doesn't do more than yeah, like six yeah. to eight episode seasons. So it's not gonna be like a twenty two episode drawn out like, well, we need to find the alien a lover kind of thing. <laughs> 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 but you gotta feel like story time, right? You know? That's fair. So it's it's you know, six episodes. I can see it like six episodes, like an alien escaping or trying to escape like a research facility i can see that and that actually working that's fair. six one hour six 40 42 to 50 minute episodes that's fair. But like in a in a town man it's just yeah yeah 
That's all I got, man. <laughs> uh, Rescue Rangers. Y'all excited about Rescue Rangers? It's it's they even... animated or live action. <laughs> <laughs> Because the people that I heard were cast as Chip and Dale, I was like, oh my god, are they doing this live action? Yeah, I'd so, watch that. I'd so. watch that. But here's the thing. You, with, with, with Chip and Dale, it's kind of like uh, uh, the DuckTales mm-hmm. or another one of those. It doesn't matter who the actors are. You're going to do that to them, you know? I mean, you're you, going to make them... I mean, you say it doesn't matter, but like Scrooge McDuck, ooh, gosh. Uh, David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck, ooh, ooh, ooh. No, that that's I mean, yeah. I granted, I get it. I get it. The chipmunks—their voices will be more high pitched, so it's it's yes. going to be more like the uh, the 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 duck triplets. So more like Huey, yes. Dewey, and Louie, where we we understand that there's actors of an adult variety doing it, but the voices get younged up a little bit. Yes. Um. Oh. And uh, so, and by the way, my vote—if we're—if we're going all actors, my vote for Monterey Jack this time, of course. Is uh the 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 oh shit what's his name? We're bad at names. The tonight's <laughs> theme is we don't know any names <laughs> except for Wendy Williams. Except for John Goodman. Oh, B Hall would love to hear that. B Hall has a running gag where he asks about John Goodman and he interjects John Goodman into everything. So I hate that you mentioned that because I feel like it's almost be like Beetlejuice. It will summon B Hall. He'd be he'd be Monterey Jack. Uh, Monterey Jack Zipper mm, doesn't matter. Um, who's Gadget? Kate Beckinsale. Because oh my god, why? have you ever thought that Chippendale Rescue Rangers was just an animated version of Wings? It was. It was absolutely. <laughs> Should we reboot Wings? Should we go back Wings and reboot was... Wings with the same cast? <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you right now, I'd throw down my if if you rebooted Wings, I would I would buy it. If you, you were like, no, it's only available on pay-per-view, fifty dollars an episode. I'm only like, on Peacock. My cash, brother. <laughs> only on Peacock for free, but you have to watch all these shitty ads. Fine. Have you, have you watched up. the Saved by the Bell reboot? I haven't yet, no. Okay. I haven't either yet, but TJ spoiled it for me. Not really spoiled it for me. He just said he was like, you're going to be disappointed. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch well, I think that. that's a fair <laughs> assessment that you could have probably judged on yeah. how things were going with that show. Mario <laughs> Williams has to be uh, Colonel Sanders right now. So things are not going great in Saved by the Bell. There were some funny parts, but they... <laughs> there were some parts that were just kind of like... Uh, But yeah, Wings. Chip yeah, Wings. 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 It's an animated version of Wings. You know, <laughs> what was that other show that we liked? They were at the paper. They worked at a paper. Uh, Spin City? News Radio. Well, no, there was News, news Radio. Radio, which was funny. Yeah. Um, Spin City was right. Working was working. the one. Working. Yeah. Hey, can, mm. can we get, like, would it be interesting? Can I have a Night Court reboot? And, and not, yeah, not, be, not, because, not because I necessarily want to see Night Court. But boy, do I want to relive that intro all over again. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, that on saxophone, so good. Uh, Night Court has one of the better TV themes, and it's just just a saxophone. It's just a saxophone playing. Yeah. Oh, and that judge is, the guy that was the judge is dead. Yeah, he was in it, too. He was. He was. Yeah. He was a uh, beep beep Richie. <laughs> <laughs> he was right, Richie boys. with his funny voices. I don't know. 
I don't know if y'all want to go ahead and continue on. Well, I so we were, to sign up. we're right here. This is the next thing. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll just stay up, yeah. sleep deprived. Yeah. No, I mean, we're pretty much done talking about this current. Range. Yeah. We're, we're like, like what Dune is the franchise is dead. Buzz Lightyear has now, has now Chris Evans as the voice, which means that Buzz Lightyear now has America's ass. Because Chris Evans has America's ass, and he's got Thor's hammer down between the legs, is what uh, his photo leak said. Brought to you by the Wendy Williams Show and Christmas Hentai. Um, so yeah, not much. Uh, Buzz Lightyear origin story feels like the weirdest thing to to advertise, but that, I, I think so. That's the dumbest one of them all. But that'll be a thing. Yeah. That'll be a thing. Um, I know. Uh, the I mean, the only other thing that we could talk about would be Sting. He's sixty one. Did we under hype Sting? Did we under no. evaluate Sting? <laughs> Um, no. Sting in AEW, he's not going to do much. Uh, good for him. He's a um, he's a t- he's a TV guy that he's a jobber that comes in, and says a bunch of shit on the mic, and gets paid uh, a lot comes, of money. Uh, gets paid a lot of money. Comes in to wrestle against some nobodies, never against anybody else. He's a, he's pulp bearer is what he is, um, with, with with more of a microphone. Uh, I no, I don't. He I don't, is brother love. Yeah, ooh, that's better. Ooh. That's better. He is the Jim Cornette aide. No, that's horrible. I can't that's say that. Not, well, I mean, in, in a way, uh, he's not okay, as so, as Cornette, but I mean, hey, you. Sting, I'm glad he's out of the WWE where he's going to be treated with respect. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a feel good moment to see him back on TNT because I've yeah. all, like, it's hard to associate Sting with WWE. It's so much easier to remember him as WCW because he is the face of WCW. Um, yeah. Uh, so one last thing from AEW. I I don't know if you guys watched this week's AEW episode, but there is a there is a faction. AEW has a lot of really good factions. I think we need to do a faction bracket. But that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> so there's a faction called the Dark Order, which is essentially yeah. the Job Squad, but better. Uh, so they're recruiting all these people that have losing streaks or have lost things. Uh, so like you know they're trying to get some people in there. They try to. Anna do- J is legit, by the way. I like I like Sil- I like John Silvers. He's just he's a big ball of fun. But anyway, so they they had a fight. One of the members fought number ten. Number ten of the Dark Order fought uh, Dustin uh, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, so when Dustin Rhodes won, they're like, "Hey man, you should join us because on this show, you be number seven. Yes, they said you should be number seven. We already have a number waiting for you. That is by far the quirkiest." Best callback to such a shit character I have yeah. heard in wrestling ever. I love watching the debut of that character in WCW because he's just literally like floats to the ring mm-hmm. and then like takes the thing off. He's like, cut the damn music and quits right there. It's such a bad <laughs> character. So I hope I hope he I hope he becomes seven of the Dark Order. The Dark Order's got a very interesting gimmick, so I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. But I appreciate that they made reference to what is by far probably the lowest point of a man who once had a character role as Goldust, where he was basically the submissive in a dominatrix type relationship with Luna. I don't know if you remember Luna. But like he was, oh, oh shit! Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was basically yes. It was the weird era of gold dust. He had the pink hair yes. and was like getting like nipple he had clamps the, and stuff. Ball gag in his mouth. Yes, so like somehow seven was lower than that. Uh, but Jared quit on us. Damn it, Jared. Do we wait for him or do we end? <laughs> uh, either or. 
TJ, you're a hoot. You're a hoot and a holler. Well, he, he took his headphones off real quick, so there had did. to be something going he on. He did. There's a poop of brewing, I imagine. So we're gonna we'll, we'll call it. We'll call it a night. TJ, thank you so much for being here and raging with me. Absolutely. You nerd. Uh, still on the docket. You are still going to be doing a reading of a night yes. before. Okay. All right. I am. I am. We are. We are actually. We are trying to figure out how we're gonna do this. Um. Because, like, I mean, I can set my camera up and set in here and record myself reading it, but do we want pictures as well? Like, how do we want to do this? I I think pictures would help if we can if we can edit that in or I don't know I I what trust. What are we talking about? Sorry, uh, I missed T, that. I had T, to, no, TJ's I had reading. To be really bad. Yeah, TJ's reading. So we're we're, we're back so, into TJ's reading. Jared Jared had asked uh, the other night. He said, "What was it that you said?" Do we want to do a video or do we want to do just take pictures of it and then and have then your voice have me like take record of each page and like have just have your voiceover as it goes through the page where like maybe people could read along or have you just a shot of you kind of like now of just you reading it and then float some of those pictures in. I think we have to have pictures regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 cool with like just like me in front of the camera here, reading the book, and then like taking pictures and sending you the pictures and the video. Like I can, I got my uh, my HD camera right here, and the microphone. I just tested it before this, if uh, the camera function would, would accept the USB microphone, <laughs> and it did. So it's not going to be horrible sound quality. Nice, but we can yeah. make it work. Yeah, I've not, got plans. Yeah, I've got plans. I, I'm fine with whatever you boys want to do. Just let me know, and then we'll we'll get that bad boy kicked off. So that Hopefully, is with anything we can shoot the whole thing and just send you an MP4 of the whole deal. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. <clears throat> so that'll be our that's Christmas the plan. That's night. The plan. Regardless of which way we go, that's the plan. So December twenty yeah, fifth stream. Be, I'm planning to record whatever I have to record this weekend. So perfect, perfect. So well, I know what I'm editing. <laughs> yeah, there so yeah, go. so we'll put some we'll put some bells and whistles on it. We'll set the stage for for TJ. I think I think if you do end up going the route where it's just TJ's voice and pictures, I think you have to have a moment where TJ we see TJ kind of like kind of like how some of the Christmas like stuff was. So we get like TJ at the, at the start with the book open an intro, yes, and then like an outro. Yep, yep. I've got I've okay, got it all are... worked out. There okay, perfect, perfect. Few, there are a few spots that I was reading through it today, and I was like, you know what? If we can get a clip from the movie and insert it where this line goes, like while I'm reading, I think that would be funny. We can absolutely do that. So, I say that. I don't know if we can. Oh, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. I'm sure we could find the clip online easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, we own, you know, like we the, the own it, and we'll be using it straight from there. Wendy so like Williams. He's, he's doing the fist with his toes part, you know, and he goes, well, what do you know? <laughs> you know, like that in that in the movie, like take that little clip because there's a spot in the book with that part in it where he says, that, don't so. spoil it, TJ. Yeah, I, hey, this, uh, it's a it's a thick, very long, very drawn out book of the night oh, before I know. Christmas. I read it before heart. I gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. If you'll just let me know, if you'll just let me know anything that you want me to splice in there and I'll, I'll, I'll do the splice of Rudy's. Well, me and TJ will get together on this tomorrow at some point, and uh, hopefully we'll start on it tomorrow so we can get it going. And I've got a few ideas, TJ. I'll holler at you, 
and uh, see yeah, what you think. I'll bring it over, and you can you can take you have a better <clears throat> camera on your phone, so you can take the pictures of the book, however you want to. Yep. All Got right. It. And then, so. All right, perfect. So next week we'll be discussing Christmas favorite films. I, I'd say you know, listen, favorite anything, favorite films. I've got to watch. Favorite I've watch some Christmas movie. Fav- you know what? Screw Dude, favorite films. Screw favorite films. Let's do favorite Christmas episodes. I was gonna say. I was TV gonna say. That. Yep. 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 Throw those in there. Throw those in there. Throw those in there, boys. Uh, it's All everything, right. everything. Favorite holiday specials. It doesn't matter. Throw it in there. Just your yeah. favorite. We're we're lighting up the Christmas time. Uh, and then yeah. our stream on Christmas night, December twenty fifth. We will have a reading from TJ. It, it is a it is a twas the night before version of Die Hard, the it's epic Christmas tale. Christmas. <laughs> so there we go. All right, this has been Wendy Williams bringing you <laughs> Rage, you nerds. So thank y'all so much. Uh, we had people in and out, so we'll see. Uh, this was our first test run of YouTube in the docket, so we'll see how everything's going, and we'll just keep moving forward. Cause gosh darn it. It's about to be a new year, a new us, and we'll keep trying to figure out this gosh darn streaming thing. One more thing before yeah. I before we go, I just wanted to say I am so proud of myself tonight. I didn't say fuck once. Oh, oh. <laughs> good for you. Oh, good for you. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, hey, I was a good boy. So- I was a good boy. So I made this if we wanted to, so, but Sting, Sting isn't enough of a topic to talk about. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll save it for another time. Ah, another time. All right. Time left. All right, we'll see y'all next Friday. Have a good one. Jared, TJ, thank you so much. Uh, we'll keep raging. You assholes come back and watch the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs>